Y'all, I fucking hate that intro. I couldn't take it. (laughs) (laughs) Big up yourself. Welcome back to the Secret Society of Good Guys, episode five. We are going to get into all thing monster. How are you guys today? Great. You're lucky I wasn't picking my nose. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I know. Everybody's sitting over there chilling, and you're like, oh, shit, we're on. (laughs) I need to make something better for us to come into, but... That's what's in the. App. If if you give me enough time, I'll I'll figure something out for us. All right, perfect. I know it's at this point you're so good at producing so much stuff that it's embarrassing for you to be on here with that as our intro. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I um Thomas, you are only a couple of uh people away, right, from your goal for the Frazzle Drip Funhouse. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like we're definitely going to get there. Now it's just how many are we going to get printed. But yeah, I think like three or four more people at FrazzleDripFunhouse.com to, to grab a copy. But it's coming. Like no matter what, it's going to be coming though. I actually have Donut. Welcome <laughs> to the Secret Society of Good Guys. <laughs> Can you hear us yet? Maybe not yet. Maybe why Donut gets his stuff together. I told everyone that I would show the Frazzle Drip Funhouse last week, but I was not computer literate enough. So I did figure it out this week. So um, is that cool if I play it right now? Yeah, of course. I'm I'm not going to argue against that. All right. So I will shamelessly plug you. Frazzle Drip Funhouse. Enter, if you dare, the world of an animatronic bear whose metallic heart beats with a thirst for justice, a hunger for revenge. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, connoisseurs of the macabre and seekers of the scandalous. Your voracious appetites for chilling narratives are about to be satiated by the heart-stopping, pulse-pounding creation of paranoid American and winged sun comics. Abandoned in the dusty corners of amusement, now awoken in the murk of wickedness perpetrated by an evil elite. This is not your childhood fairy tale, but a macabre dance of vindication, soaked in crimson, a symphony of screams echoing in the dimly lit chambers of malevolence. Be prepared for an onslaught of ghastly gore and titillating terror. A wicked waltz through twisted hallways and blood-stained basements where only the brave dare to tread. Quake at the bear's unyielding pursuit, cackle at the sharp and sardonic one-liners, shudder at the graphic, gratuitous scenes that harken back to the glory days of B-horror flicks. Frazzle Drip Funhouse is your ticket to a thrill ride of terror, a carnival of carnage where the laughs are as loud as the screams. Uncover the truth beneath the rust in the blood, and remember nothing is as it seems. Are you ready to step into the Frazzle Drip Funhouse, where the animatronic eyes are always watching, and vengeance is a game that everyone can play? Get your backer-exclusive cover on Indiegogo. For more information, visit ParanoidAmerican.com. It's so awesome. <laughs> That's so dope. Really. For it'll be the only Frazzle Drip comic book uh, in existence. Yes. <laughs> and it needs one. This world needs one. And that is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> Based on a true story. 
<laughs> I know we um, were talking before we went on air and I was called a witch like four times today before I took my afternoon nap. And Layla was saying she was called a witch today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, must be the season. Hillary, yeah. have you been oh. called a witch today? I was oh. called a Satanist multiple times this week, if that counts. Yeah, it does. It does. You think better or worse? I think it's the same. Yeah. Well, I was called a bitch today, and really, I was. <laughs> no lie. Really? Yeah. No way. They I were know. joking. Um, a coach. So I was at they a football game. They were joking. Game. They were joking. Were they joking about you being a witch? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't um, think they were joking when they said it to me. <laughs> I definitely don't think they were joking yeah. when they said it to me. Oh, yeah, yours for sure. <laughs> were you doing I, witchy things? Well, then I'm just like, okay, okay. I had something to do with killing the queen. And trust me, it cost me my spleen. Relax, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about something in the planets, in the sky, something about the planets. And one of our cooks is like, wow, that sounded really witchy. Are you a witch? I was like, I guess I am. And I never said that. I never said yes, I am ever in my life until that moment. I was like, but the good kind, but the good kind. I'm not really a witch, but you know, you got to play the game. Let them think you are one. <laughs> I got asked if I was a gypsy. I was like, a gypsy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's like an OG witch. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's pretty badass. That's That was like my preferred Halloween costume when I was a kid. Are witches monsters? We're going to talk about witches a little bit next week. But are they in the category of monsters, even though they always get put with monsters? I don't think so. Are you talking about the type of witch that they portray? Like the, you know, the green face, long nose, bit, you know, long chin type of witch? Or the Hansel I mean, and Gretel type witch? That That's kind of monsterish. That's mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, that's that's a monsterish kind because the story about a witch and why she looks green and her nose is long, her chin is long. A lot of these girls during the King James time and the witch burnings, a lot of the witches, the witches, so-called witches um, were beat, raped, um, starved. I mean, you couldn't even tell who the person was on their face and their black and blues like turned green after a while so imagine seeing like a green-faced woman with no nails bleeding nails from like trying to escape all the torture that they faced so they had long noses because of the swollen noses long chins because swollen chins and cheeks and because of all the torture they endured so that's why they gave them the green face huh it was mm -hmm. from bruises. Yeah. <clears throat> and torture. And why? I believe that version is a monster, though. Yeah. The green version, yeah. The green, the green version with the mole and the long nose. Even if it's based on, you know, people that were just swollen. That okay. version, I guess we're talking about, like, Allison. No, not Allison Wonderland. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard like, of that, Oz. that style witch. That's a monster yes. witch. Yes. And if you eat kids i think that counts as being a monster it does eating eating human is monster right well, I, I would know i'm an expert talking <laughs> yeah, that's true hillary <laughs> talking about um child eating monsters we have an ancient monster called lamia 
or Lamia. She's a half serpent, half woman, and no, it's not Medusa. Um, she was a child-eating monster and was later regarded as a night-haunting spirit. She was queen of Libya, supposedly, at the time, and had an affair with Zeus. Um, and Hera's wife... Um, oh, yeah, Hera's wife robbed Lamia's children um, and kids of Zeus and Lamia. So Hera stole their children that they had together, and she had them killed, and which sent Lamia into, like, an insane frenzy, which she started um, whenever she would see a child, she would hunt them down and devour them. Um, but Lu uh, Zeus wanted to calm her down, so he gave her powers of prophecy, and it calmed her down a lot because it distracted her instead of eating children. Um, but she was beautiful, and she became ugly and monstrous, but... Um, that's the legend of Lamia or Lamia. It sounds like that, uh, that, um, what's that, uh, Starbucks monster? Oh, I think they incorporated it into, um, Riverdale, too. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think she had the two, but yeah. <laughs> Bravo. Mm hmm. Absolutely. I Your sound you. isn't on. Yeah, the sound's Damn not it. on. But... Damn it. We can't hear so you. So good and the sound's not on. It's, it, it's perfectly Gordy that the sound's not on. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't realize it yet. Uh -uh. He's like, no sound? Oh, <laughs> There <shit."> we go. He <laughs> <laughs> can't see, probably. <laughs> he said that. He just said, I can't see without my goddamn eyes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> can't air you. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I like how it's like a bag of chips. <laughs> nope. No, Gordy. <laughs> Gordy's also the, been working on a theme song. Maybe he has to come back. The presentation <laughs> is awesome. I know. That was incredible. <laughs> it's a sh shame that Frankenstein's next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it next week? I, I think Frankenstein and AI <laughs> we were talking about doing next week. Oh, yeah. But still, you <laughs> can do that next week again, too. Yeah. That is a dope costume. Mm, I like the I full effect. It. It's like comic. Frankenstein, mm -hmm. even how the bolts were coming out. Love and it. Donut disappeared. Donut came on. Maybe he saw us in costume and was like, oh shit. Shit, be right back. <laughs> BRB, let me get my glasses. <laughs> what do you guys consider a monster? Is that it a ghost? Is it people? <clears throat> is it animals? Like, what, what could a monster mean to anybody? Could it be a shadow? People, it's, children are scared of their own shadows. Things that are unexplainable that scare, yeah, that scare you. Is that, yeah, I guess. Like anything that when you were a little kid that you might have feared would be in, you know, in the dark. <clears throat> I wrote I feel that like too. it would be physical. Not, not because it like has to be, but if I found out it was just a shadow, 
Like, I don't know if it would scare me, but yeah, if there was like something in the closet making noise or under the bed, like I was, I was legit afraid it would, you know, hurt me physically, not just because it was going to scare me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like there was some movie like called like crawlers or something like that in the eighties or nineties. And like, I was afraid to flush the toilet and like, I'd flush the toilet and run down the <laughs> hall because I was so, I wouldn't wash my hands. I'd Critters. Critters, yes. Oh my Critters, gosh. Yes. That scared oh, yeah. me so bad. So like I would have to run down my hallway after I went to the bathroom. Because so, so they afraid. lived in the sewer. There were like aliens yes. that lived in the sewer. Oh. That was a monster. All right. Sound check. One, two, one, two. Nope. No Gordy. Still nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You went on is. for a minute. Like I heard him for a second. <laughs> I heard him for a second, and then I don't know what happened. You might need to get some stitches in your tongue or something, or play around with the settings. <laughs> a Mad Frankenstein is always funny. Uh, it is funny. <laughs> it made me miss Phil Hartman. So, do you guys? Believe that everything is its own entity, even though it has no life. Well, is a shark a monster? But like I was gonna say, like shadow. Like no, but even Jaws though, is Jaws is a monster. Yeah, that is a fucking monster. But but like you're like a ghost is a ghost, but it needs flesh to be a monster. I think so. I kind of feel that. Yeah. And usually a a monster is like a combination of stuff like put together in some ways. Yeah, like a splice of two species kind of thing. Uh, I'm definitely um, influenced from Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. I I feel like I hear Gordy. I was thinking about that. There we go. This thing, you know, there's always that thing that that one thing that goes wrong with a uh, Frankenstein costume, and it's always the freaking bolt man. Ever since I was a kid, I was trying to do the goddamn costume. The bolts suck. Right. <laughs> so you know, I thought you were gonna say the one thing to go wrong was the microphone. They look amazing, though. Yeah, it looks great, man. It's ah, awesome. I'm miss. waiting for you to sing Monster Mash. Yeah, see, see, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about. Oh, wait, I gotta do it in Adam's voice. There, our rock and roll monster's voice. I'm not that. Tune in. I'm not that name. Everybody calls me the F word. It's not that name. That's not my name. Do we understand? My name is Adam. The name is Adam. I am the creature, the monster of that dude. And, and by the way, what's the, what's the other name for that book? Do you guys know what the subtitle was? <laughs> what book? book? The, the F word. The, the F, F word. word. The now, Frankenstein. The homunculus, the Frankenstein. We're talking about the Frankenstein. <laughs> what was the other name? Francis Dean. It was, I, I didn't it was know. the modern Prometheus, correct? Ooh. The modern Prometheus. So <laughs> this asshole, you know, it's the same thing. This this Prometheus. Here I got 
Let me show you something. Can I show you something? Show me something, please. Okay, look at this. Look, look at this hair. Look at that. Here. There's my... Oh, fuck. It's, please it's don't make this political. We're trying to I'm stay so out <laughs> of the Middle East conversation right now. <laughs> Are you saying Frankenstein's run the world right now, Gordy? Are you hey, man. saying hey, man. Frankenstein's There's run the world? There's the place, man. They're just running rampant. They just put them together in Phoenix. You know? Okay. In okay, 2019, Layla, don't you know, yeah. you post it that they were sewing people together up in Phoenix. Yeah, chopping them up, a little factory. I yeah, didn't read I the article. That. You read the article because I can't. Yeah. I had to pay the to read that. Is. In 2019, like they fucking, I remember that. I was like, um, like fresh out of rehab, and they were like. Like, they're chopping people up in Phoenix, man. I'm like, I can't handle myself. So, yeah, man, I remember that. That was a trip. Was they were that really sewing. Smaller. Yeah, in 2019, they were sewing, like, uh, they would sell, send, like, they would, what are they? They chop them up, right? And they would send the ashes of somebody's hand or something to the family members for whatever, and with a whole bunch of like sawdust and shit. And they would, they would uh, sell all the body parts back to, um, like they were selling them on the internet and stuff. So I don't, I don't know. They were going for like 150 bucks for a foot and stuff for and i was I, what website was this just just out of I don't, you know clear i don't know how that was how it was doing it was just black market shit i don't know i don't remember what the details were like but i remember web. hearing it on yeah probably but they got busted and it been going on for years man yeah it was crazy anyway modern prometheus you know <laughs> can you blame the man for trying to kill him and throw him in a, you know, he's going to burn with him. You know, fuck you, man. I didn't ask for this laugh. You brought me on here. I didn't oh, know Frankenstein you know. <laughs> you had know, a southern that accent. Was why, that was my, my great granddad. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> we need more Hillary Frankenstein. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that is going to, he can burn me in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I take this one nerd. Like I'm trying to go for the Basil Gogos version of of uh, Frankenstein. No, uh, but I'm trying. I I can't get the the let. Let's see. There we go. Hi there, donut. Hello, hello. Donut. Welcome to the secret society of good guys. Yo, <laughs> You're now What's officially a good on? guy. Yay. I'm finally part of something. <laughs> Your initiation will happen after the show. You can decide how you want it. <laughs> you can either get jumped in or uh, there's another way. Monsterland. We like I'm to call it Operation Paperclip. <laughs> I'm a monster. It does not mean human. We're all monsters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have a loidial title. 
which makes me a monster in Black's Law Dictionary. Uh -huh. we we're doing some Jordan Maxwell. I love that, man. Because yeah, Jordan Maxwell pointed out in, what was it? What dictionary? Black Black's Law? Yes. Okay. Can you go through this, chain? It wasn't well, Black's Law? It's it not is Black's Black. Law well, it is, but it's like you're not entitled to land. That was one of the things. It's like we thought human was meant monster, but monster means like you're not entitled to anything. So you can you're it. And some humans were considered monsters, but not all monsters were humans. But <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. I, I did do some more digging on it in Black's Law, so there is a connection to it. We don't have a loyal title like the queen because they have the commonwealth so they have the commonwealth is land and real estate they have all the the wealth so i'm dressed up in my monster attire i wanted to put the three hole punches so i could be three hole punch jim but i didn't know how to cut out pieces of paper um but jim is jim from the office what a monster that guy is you think he was the guy that was the real killer, yeah. not Dwight? I Dwight was fantastic. Uh, he was all about prepping. He spoke the truth. He didn't lie. And what they did was they put him on the pharmaceuticals. And then after they put him on the uh, pharmaceuticals, he changed his personality. And he started to like the psychopath, Jim, who treats him terribly. He would Jim would abuse Dwight. 24 7 and dwight and pam just had no empathy for anybody in the office but themselves so they got dwight hooked on the pharmaceuticals and uh then dwight started liking his uh his, <laughs> i love this idea rain wilson like the real dwight he it might be a monster though i think he's like a hillary clinton um friend and helped a lot on haiti <laughs> oh really yeah no he changed his name to Rainforest Wilson, and he was in House of a Thousand Corpses. They uh, chop, chopped his head off and put it on a fish, I think. So he was like Fishman in House of a Thousand Corpses. Hmm. I did write it down um, it, in the Black's Law. It's up. A monster, a prodigious birth. Don't mind the teeth. I did realize this is why vampires talk like this. A human birth or offspring not having the shape of mankind, which cannot be an heir to any land, albeit to the, albeit brought forth in marriage. So they can't even inherit anything. Unless they marry into the bloodline. Is that what that was saying? I know, unless by marriage, albeit by marriage. So how many humans could they call a monster and then they're not entitled to any land or entitlement yes i like to bring up the office because these television shows and movies that show the monsters play super deep in our psychology as well the anti-hero uh chucky for example is a toy and the toy is protecting the child so I like Chucky the most, and it's probably because that toy I saw as a savior figure in the head to protect me from the adults because the adults are monsters. The adults are the tyrannical 
for the children and the children are helpless to yeah. the, the parents. And Mel, I think it was Melanie Klein who she did her therapy with children and had them play with toys because they couldn't explain what was going on. So they would be like, oh, F you, mom, you know? <laughs> uh, so the she was like, oh, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was uh, it wasn't Melanie Klein. It was probably Karen Horney. I, I don't know, though. But interesting thing with toys, you know? Chucky, that was a scary one. Wasn't he only protecting the kid because he wanted the kid's body, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but as the yeah. viewer, as the watcher watching it and idolizing or liking uh, the that monster. Uh, but yeah, Chucky, he was doing real voodoo that they do. He even did the real prayer um, to transfer his consciousness into. Really? The, yeah. Don't, have you seen Serpent in the Holy Rainbow? Holy shit. No, what's that? Oh no! Okay, I love this movie. This was one of my favorite uh, horror movies because I don't think uh, Frankenstein isn't a horror movie. Frankenstein is the first sci-fi. That's a sci-fi story because it puts its faith in science and all that. It's the horrors of science or whatever. But right. um, Serpent in the Rain. Rainbow is about the dude who was studying, um, I can't remember what the study is, but they were trying to find that anesthesia. So he was, he had heard about that, that voodoo thing, they, the powder or whatever that they use with the, the fish, the fugu, and they get the, the toxin out or whatever. He was trying to learn that. That's why he went down to Haiti and, and got in with the, the uh, voodoo folk. And then got fucking zombified and like buried alive and like freaked me the fuck out as a kid, man. I was like, that I think that was the first one. Like, cause I fucking loved monster movies. Like when I was a kid, there was nothing on in in rural buttfuck Arizona. Like you get you're lucky if you got one channel, like in the on the uh, reservations, man. All they played was old ass movies because they just gave them they gave the Indian uh, television stations just for crap movies, right? And so it was just stuff that was, or just old stuff that was like coming from like almost reels, you know, that had been like circulating and shit. So like we we grew all those kids in that in those little trailer ass towns and in the on the res like grew up with like just like shitloads of Godzilla and Frankenstein. Oh, that makes sense. While my juggalo Native American ninjas out there uh, <laughs> at the concert like ICP so much. At the yeah, ICP concerts, it's full of Native Americans. Yeah, that totally makes sense, man. I wonder but, if there's always something with the uh, clown imagery, too. Like, because the clowns are in their mythology. The, the partying clowns. Like it's kind of a stereotype. It's in the, it's in the Native in American. Living. Yeah, in the in the Kachinas, some of the Kachina stories that there's these. Uh, my dad used to collect these uh, these pottery clowns, and they were like striped, right? And uh, and there was like they're like they're one of the Kachina stories, and like the owl comes in and like straightens them out and shit. Have you ever heard that? Uh, I they haven't look heard like that story, like those but 
kind of look like those juggalos and those guys like that are partier, you know, types in that culture. Like, I get it, man. They're like, they're living out the myth. It's amazing. And, and the hatchet man looks like the, uh, I, I already forget what it is, but I'm out in Arizona and they're all over the place. There you go. Yeah, dude. Where are you? You in Phoenix? I'm in, yeah, right down the street from Phoenix. <gasps> okay. We need <laughs> Good. I'm glad there's more zonies out here. It's good to meet yeah. you, man. I've been trying to follow you and listen to you guys and, and uh, you know, respect for everything that everybody in here is doing, man. I love it. Somebody in the comment brought up The Exorcist. And there is something going on with this number 50, the 50th year from the Yom Kippur War, 50 cent. It just got awarded with a Connecticut thing, the 50th state of Hawaii, Hawaii, the 50th state caught on fire. It's the 50th year of hip hop and the exorcist is celebrating its 50th year. Holy shit. How did you come really? up with, how did you come up with that realization? Wow. Well, 50 is the Jubilee year. So like uh, the, you got the Shemitah, which is the 49 year and then the 50th year. And that is like the Liberty Bell is dedicated. They got like the, the thing on there. It's just pattern recognition um, of, of like the same numbers repeating 322, 201, uh, even 201 just popped up. I'm not sure if you know about that number, but uh, that number pops up a lot, just like 322 or 33. Yeah. Well, today is 201. Today is 201? I mean, it's 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 102, mm. right? October uh, 21st. So there's, there's a 201 right there. 1021. <clears throat> it's all over the place. 1020. So what's the significance awesome. of the other numbers you're white. talking about? With the 50? No, not the 50, the 32, yeah. 3201? Yeah, so it just seems like there's numbers used as graffiti or symbolism. And 5-1 was the day the Illuminati was founded. So you got like an area 5-1, the aliens invaded on May 1st, 5-1, which is Beltane. Or 33, that's like... 33 vertebrae, 33 mason, 33 um, degrees changes from water, ice, ice, water. Uh, so it's just like symbols, I think, um, what it is, just a signature of saying, hello, we're controlling this uh, thing. Hello. Like 322, it's going bones. Hello. Three, like two, a three. nod and a wink at each other. Like, I think so. I think so. Like a or it's just nice, just just craziness. Maybe it's just our. Well, it ain't a coincidence, right? <laughs> Are uh, dinosaurs or dragons monsters? No. Can they own yeah, land? The both. They can own gold. Don't Dona actually maybe brought up something? I'm I'm still thinking about like Chucky is a monster. But all Chucky is is a possessed doll, right? Yeah. So like that's a weird criteria for me. 
disembodied person. Like so, so anyone that gets possessed is technically a monster too. I think. Yeah, because it's not you. It's another. Because now the spirit has the flesh. Uh huh. Otherwise, it's ghost. It's in the spirit. But once it has your flesh and you're not human, then you're a monster. But I have another. Isn't that kind of like hereditary? The Chucky thing or uh, Fallen, where it's like the spirit that's just waiting to jump into another body that's like perfect for it. Like that whole cult and hereditary protects that boy just so that the spirit has like this perfect young male body to jump into, which is essentially what Chucky's doing. Do you mm -hmm. think some of these secret cults are doing that with, uh, you know, some of their members? Or maybe that's what Hitler was trying to do by like, let's make a master race of a master race. So when we invite these entities in, they have these super strong bodies. It's almost like Pinocchio too, when it's said. Or Elon Musk with AI. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, ding, 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 ding. Here we are already. I didn't know we get this fast. <laughs> the oh modern day goodness. Prometheus. Oh my God. Yeah, Prometheus, man, you already created it, and it's educating your children already. Have you read this book? And check out your school board, and maybe talk to them and see what they're putting in your classrooms to help out your kids, because guess what? There's a lack of teachers all over the place. That's so way too close. <laughs> I was trying to put a donut up there so you could show his book off. <laughs> Oh, there he is. There's this, there's this book right here called Shelley Unbound. And Joseph P. Farrell did the introduction to it, but he didn't write it. And it goes into uh, Frankenstein and a lot of different stuff, Illuminati connections to it. And um, mm -hmm. that uh, the guy who really created it wasn't Shelley, but it was Percy. Oh, she wasn't, it wasn't a 19 year old girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. Shaw, no. You really? Yeah. And like her and her like <laughs> it's interesting because like her He's... mom was like one of the first feminists too. So right. kind of mm -hmm. goes into I don't really remember too much of it, but I thought it was an interesting part of history that we're told like this person wrote it, but her boyfriend and they were all having orgies together, like all that, right? Paranormal. Yeah, 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 as you do. Yeah, as you do. It's not in here, but <laughs> just, uh, that's just Tuesday, right? For Hillary, I was going to be Biden. I, I really screwed up. I, you, you, know, I, you like how I, co you like how I covered <laughs> covered up not having a costume, but just like started just talking really like <laughs> yeah. and talking about human. I plotted this the whole time. I was like, how can I get out of this? I gotta distract, <laughs> distract. Maybe a, do I have a smoke bomb somewhere? I have this video since you brought up that you are gonna be Biden real quick to show you guys because I just want you to look at his shit. His chin, it's been around this week. Dude, Sorry, my teeth so are getting weird. in the way. And so it weird. looks like his mask is falling off a little bit. Um, but I want to show it to you guys. It'll go through like a quick progression of different Bidens and then it'll settle in on uh, the new Can we one. Vote on our
I know the sound on it is booty. There was no sound on it because I used so it weird. to just edit on. Uh, oh, I got you. TikTok, but I didn't want the music to play on here. But I just wanted really you guys to see uh, what was happening with that. Uh, the balls <laughs> yeah people were all writing and like there's some creature in men in black that has balls for a chin but i don't know the ball chinian that's so funny <laughs> his face is falling off <laughs> it's wild and i'm like you know how many also has has uh, chins like that is the, the scrolls the changeling scrolls in uh, marvel universe they kind of have that that ball chin thing with the uh, lines on it, where it's kind of falling apart. You ever notice that? <laughs> the like funniest comment I saw was, uh, who's playing this guy now? Jay Leno? <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like Jay Leno. Hey, let's have isn't, some respect. We're talking weird? about our president here. <laughs> isn't there like a prank? Are just getting that lazy? I just, just don't care, because up? the people who are, the people who don't want to be awake to it will not they won't give it any merit that's all yeah. there's no convincing them you could pull the mask off and they still they're like oh well that wasn't him that <laughs> you know people think it's really him i don't understand yeah. that like they put one of them hollywood masks on him and who knows who it is but i think more people than not are are seeing is it like in they live you know, or the Simpsons, where they, you know, yeah, it is. <laughs> is it Hunter under there? <laughs> you really yeah. running the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's where he was stashing I... his his drugs. Like, how much crazier can it get? How much crazier know, can it get? Like every time I think, all right, we hold my beer. Get... You want to see? I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what. You don't know how many people wrote me when I was like, I don't think this is the real dude or I don't. And so many people are like, you need to take your meds. You're yeah. crazy. Like more, more people than not came at me sideways. And yeah. so I was just wow. like, whoa, we are living in two different universes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Honestly, okay. I think they unleash the bots now. Like it's time to unleash the computer bots because voting season is in session. So it's like full on attack because I haven't seen it for a while, you know, because you know, I, I'm on, on a, I'm on there. So recently, I've just been seeing a huge amount of attacks on people just for saying the stupidest things, just just simple little lines, and then it's just bot after bot after bot after bot. And I've noticed the trend. It's voting season soon, so get ready. I have a real question, and huh. this is just a dumb. I don't know. Can we send money anywhere without Congress? with a speaker in session like are is our government bottlenecked like is this a good thing for us even though they're trying to make it look like a bad thing is it impossible for them to spend any extra of our money right now without congress in session no way dude there's there's never a point in time when a politician isn't able to spend your money Right. Well, they already have the amount they set aside to spend. It's like every year. But new money for war, or they can't even declare war, I don't think, without the Congress in session. 
And I think an extra amount gets declared once they declare war on anything. That's why we have war on obesity and war on drugs and war on terrorism and war on all these like invisible enemies. Um, I think that they can't like put an extra amount anywhere because no one's working. Like all those people are supposed to represent our state. And right now there's like that kind of idea of no taxation without representation. <laughs> it makes me laugh because it's so ludicrous. Um, <laughs> but that they can't work right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but it seems like it's stunted. Uh, I think they have their own rules for them mm. and like rules for us to know, but like they have rules that we don't know about. Or they break the rules and they can just get away with it. Maybe. That's the know. first thing I learned in film school. Yeah. There's no rules in filmmaking. And everything is a film in a sense, like a in scripted. It's all a film. Couldn't Central you say one of the rules of filming is yeah, make sure the eight record? Oh man. Or don't delete the tape accidentally, like the like the moon landing tapes. Don't delete those. <laughs> there was another <laughs> event. Yeah, they they well, needed they, you around to tell them that before, man. <clears throat> I've deleted I've deleted tapes. I think what's going on with the uh what you're talking about with the money thing is that we're at the 33 trillion debt clock, and the only way to reset the debt, like through a jubilee, which is that 50, is through war, and that's what, like what we see happening with the war drums and a CBDC as well. So it's all leading to to those two things somebody put in chat too um they let me see if i can find it back in here which i thought it was uh that hangman ritual of 50 cent they yeah, put so, a clip in here for you yeah so like 50 cent at the super bowl he was hanging upside down like the tarot card and that's how he's always known when he first was created in the lab like a homunculus he was hanging upside down as well, which means sacrifice, I believe, in the tarot, uh, right. the, hangman. the hangman. So I feel like there's going to be a sacrifice with 50 connected to something as JFK's on the 50 cent. 50 cent, that's the cover of his first album, was him being on like the 50 cent. Uh, the hangman on 9-11. The hangman on 9-11, right? On the tridents and like Elm Street that movie that you brought up the rainbow and the serpent was created by Wes Craven, the nightmare on Elm street, Elm street where JFK was assassinated on a huge trident as well. There's just a lot of symbols everywhere that I like to look at, especially that Nicki Minaj right there. Yeah. What's up, Nicki? <laughs> Black Barbie. Yeah. She just dropped the new song Barbs. Did you know that? Um, didn't she drop a song with Bad Bunny? Oh, Bad Bunny's Illuminati. Uh-huh. Even the yeah. name Bad Bunny. And he's getting a lot of, I feel like he is on, he is way more famous than anyone watching this show would know. Wasn't he in a photo with Britney Spears recently? Or no? He's dating Kendall Jenner, I think. That was the first time I've heard that name. And I, I thought it was a girl when you first said it. Bad Bunny's a boy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he, he he likes everybody. Um, your cat's kind of famous too, huh, Donut? Yes. 
Cats are the best. What's his name? I'm a witch. Cats are the best. I have the same cat. Oh, hi. You have a Russian blue? Yeah. Look at that face. And a black one. <laughs> oh, I had a black one too, but he ran away. You have I'm a best. Russian spy? This is my yeah. Russian spy. How cool. They're so cuddly. Kind of cats. Yeah, these these breeds really dense, are just dense glade. Dense muffin makers fur. all day. Uh -huh. yeah. Muffin makers. Uh, I swear. Yeah, so cool. Is, is a cat a monster? No. Nah. Are but, you a bird or a rabbit? Or a mouse. <laughs> yeah. I swear this cat's gonna is gonna eat me one day. It'd be staring at me. No. It might get so lucky. They don't wait that long, right? Cats will like start eating your face after like two days or something. They go so, right in, yeah, because they yeah. they're a survivors. A gorilla isn't a monster, but um, what's that guy? Bigfoot is, huh? Bigfoot, shout Bigfoot, out to Bigfoot. Yeah. Is Bigfoot, is Bigfoot a monster? Monsters, though? No, Bigfoot is a DNA hybrid. It's a splice, and it it was a, a fucked up situation. That's what I think. So it's a monster. <laughs> It was a fucked up situation. There's a lot of trauma going on with Yetis. It is. I mean, there's only like one of them. They probably have like low, low sperm count like a liger. So That's why they sound like that. They're just crying all the time. Like Franken or monsters growl. You know, what about if Frankenstein's like, and then like whoever like Wolfman's going with Frankenstein and it's like, stop whining. <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frankenstein wasn't the monster. It was the society. The society right, was, was the monster. It was the village. Yeah, they were oh, the monster. I just thought of a great monster, Holy Edward God. Scissorhands. Like, especially oh, yeah. in. Uh, That's the a Bride great monster. He's a good the, monster. The Bride of Frankenstein? Have you ever watched that? Like, like sat down with Bride of Frankenstein? Oh, bro, I, I Dude, like the I, Brides of Dracula. That's one of my oh, favorite fuck, movies. Yes! Yes, I love that shit. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, is like a centaur, or minotaur, that kind of stuff, monsters? It sounds like a monster. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeti is totally a monster. Then. All right. Okay. It is. <laughs> Sure. What Loch Ness monster or is that Ness just a spell? Yeah, everybody's monster. Well, Loch Ness fits into be... the dinosaur and dragon category, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, you know, Alistair Crowley's spell could be yeah. an aggregor or a spirit. Yeah, because of that Which house makes it real, that he did the Alamantra workings. Yeah. There's is some new cool? revelations with uh, the Loch Ness monster being a worm that. The one on one oh. podcast because it looks like a worm, yeah, it does. Okay, and, yeah, it was when I was a kid, it was like a it had to be something like an eel, right? But well, that okay, so that takes me back to Pyramid Lake in Nevada. I don't know if you guys have heard of Pyramid Lake, but it's it's Indian Reservation, it's the Paiute Reservation, and it's um, it's sacred, it's a salt lake in the middle of the desert, and it has a pyramid in it. What? And, yeah, 
So it's a natural formation. It's from what they call tufa, but the whole bottom of the lake is clay and there's no known bottom of the lake. Like if there's rescuers that have to go in to find people, like they're blind. You can't see your hand in front of your in front of your face, like in the deep waters. But Whoa. they have the legend of the water babies. What which country is did you say? Or what what state? Nevada. Nevada. Okay. Um they're the legend of the water babies and the water babies, um, you know, the, you know, people discard the babies, like in lots of societies when they're born with deformities or, you know, they aren't quite right. Well, the story that I always got as a kid was that they, they would throw the babies, the deformed babies into the water and that the water babies would come out at night and especially attack white people. Um, you'd hear them crying and then they would come and drag you into the lake. And people went missing all the time in this lake. And they would actually find bodies that weren't missing in the lake as well. Um, people from like the other side of the world. So there's only two places in the world that have this certain type of fish called a kiwi fish. And it's the Red Sea and Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Anyway, um, whoa, see, there's whoa. the stone mother. There's the stone mother. She's a giant. I don't know if you can see her right there. She's at Pyramid Lake. Um, she's looking out towards the pyramid. Um, but there's the legend, the water babies allegedly, though, was a, one of the sons of her married um, married a woman from the coast who was a siren. So he brought a siren home back to this lake and the Paiute people hated her. And so um, they made life like hell for her. And instead of leaving she um, went and lived in the lake and they would feed the babies to her um, to like appease her somehow. Anyway, she became like a serpent, like a, a demon. And what would trip me out is that I had never heard the serpent version of this story. I like was researching it for a college paper to like kind of talk about mythology. And I found the story online because the Native Americans don't tell their stories. Like you only get a little version of it. You don't get the whole thing. So, but one, it triggered this memory because there's hot springs there too. So I was at the hot springs with my brother and my dad. And um, we had been, we had been at the lake all day and then we were finishing off at the hot springs. And then all of a sudden we look out um, towards like the east side of the lake and we see this, you saw this thing going like this. And and in my mind, I couldn't process what the hell I was seeing. And my dad was like, get in the car right now. And my brother, you know, I'm still like not willing to see it. Right. But my brother remembered it and he brought it up to me um, a couple of years ago. So then it triggered the memory of me. And it was like, you know, it wasn't on my cosmography chart. I couldn't allow a new opening there because it just was too scary. But there was a serpent in that lake. So I think these lakes have them. And then could all be connected, but Layla always brings up that worm also means dragon. It's like a water yes. dragon, and so because I remember being on a boat at the same lake and like being tugged on a tube and freaking out at one point, like feeling I could feel something chasing us. <laughs> like I had to get off the tube. I don't well, know. Alistair Crowley was doing this Alamantra workings in this house that Jimmy Page purchased or whatever and he didn't finish it and he I guess he left or something and then that's after whence the Loch Ness monster so there's this Alistair Crowley yeah. connection to the monster yeah 
And it just coincided with it when he started going, getting into drugs. Like, uh, like that's why he left. Like he just became an addict and was like, well, fuck it. And like, didn't close whatever ceremony he was doing apparently, which opened a portal. This is the idea, right? This is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then some sort of monster came in from another dimension and I wonder, though, because there's been weird shit in the desert, like talking about uh, um, monsters. I think I saw, like, it, I wouldn't say a, uh, okay, uh, as far as cryptids in the deserts, I saw a, f- a four-foot uh, um, roadrunner, and I've seen like some sort of like shadow thing, like going through like Choya and stuff, like in the middle of the night in desert. That's weird, man. And that's a weird feeling. Like, and then you don't know if you're like making, then you start questioning, like, did I really see that? And then, but when you like, I see crazy, crazy shit all the time out here in Arizona. Yeah, dude. Like, like, it's because I'm dehydrated. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that. Are you just too. seeing shit? I've seen ghosts. Walk in the desert them. What? Do you walk in the desert a lot? Out there? Every day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Yeah, I go to Papago Park. Papago, okay. All right, like right on. Next to a military base and a golf course. Didn't See? Curly also say that the, the desert is where lots of that. like entities uh, end up wandering? Yeah. I'm, oh, I buy well. it, dude. I saw a fucking mm-hmm. apparition walking the dog the other night. Like, uh, I was coming back around my my um, uh, block here, walking the dog at twilight because I like it was like perfect weather, right? And I'm like, oh, God, I love this weather. It's so, it's been so perfect. And I want to get out as, as much as possible because. You know, God knows what the fuck's going to happen. And uh, with the skies, because they've been bad and they're like clearing up and stuff. So I'm like taking advantage of that shit. So I'm walking the dog at twilight trying to get the sunset that's not like interrupted with all sorts of chemicals and shit. And right at that perfect time, I'm walking the dog right back in this alley right here behind me. And I'm looking down the alley and I see this guy walking. And the dog goes, the dog stopped and she was not going anywhere. She's, all, she's a, a ridgeback. Dinky. Hey. Dinky, shut hey. the fuck up. <laughs> come here. No, no, no. Come here, baby. Hey, Dinky. You're a good girl. No, she. <laughs> she her dinky bad. Uh, <laughs> um, she, uh, so she stopped and she's, she's, uh, part ridgeback right so she's got this fur that goes gets that mohawk thing and she's like going no fucking where right and she's like like so i thought she this guy was walking a dog right and i'm like oh you know i'm trying to like focus on it because it's kind of blurry like at twilight right it's kind of hard to see but it's definitely a fucking dude walking towards me Right. And I kind of look down and it's like a little kind of fuzzy though. Right. And then as I come, the dog kind of like is like, okay, to start walking. It comes a little bit further. 
towards us and then walks into the desert and fucking disappears. But it was a dude, like, I don't know, it was a little, little bit taller than me, but it looked like it was walking with a gait, like a, a man. Yeah, like a swagger? Yeah, yeah, right. Did he have I mean, two guns on his side, and did he spin them and then put them back <laughs> in his holster? I, 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 get the hell out of here. Oh, monster, we can't, uh, this is a uh, little neighborhood's too small for the both of us. You get, uh, get on out of here, and he, he vamoosed out into the desert. I sent him packing. Have you seen the new show on Netflix, The House Fall of Usher? Huh? I saw clips of it. I'm like debating whether I should start watching it or not. <laughs> oh, it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like a lot of shows except for The Office. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> this, this, uh, it's pretty wicked. Hmm. It's uh, based off of uh, Poe, Edgar Allan Poe story. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's wicked smart. Mm-hmm. Wicked smart. smart. Pack the cat, the pack. <laughs> yeah, it's up- crazy though. The show is insane. Uh, Abby, you brought up the sirens at Pyramid Lake, and I was talking to Summer today, and I was just like, "What monster do you know about?" And she was like, "The Jamaican sirens. They're the scariest thing. They're the scariest thing in Jamaica, and people have to go give them gold and pay homage to them so they don't get called into the thing." And it all sounded so similar to yours. That's what they do with the babies. The babies are the, to appease it. Yeah, these the same. It seems like such. A similar story. Yeah. Hmm. It's wild. And this is in a whole different part of the world, a whole different tribe. Because she's of from a whole other part wrong. of the world. Because she's from yeah. a, she, the, the one in the lake is from another part of the world. She married into the family and then she was kind of ostracized by the tribe. They didn't like her because she's a demon. And in That's Jamaica, they're called murmur maids. Murmur maids. Yeah. Mm. Like they. I thought, I, like they say, like it's like knife men or gunmen. I don't know. So it was like murmur made. I thought she was at first it was a thing, but then it's like a murmur because they call you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah. I wonder. And then it made me then, think of murmur, the word totally different. Like, have you guys heard weird? And murmur comes from like murder. Oh, it's yeah. A, an old English morb. I'm looking up the etymology to die. Well, I was even thinking dead. Like, (laughs) does monster mean if monster? Now we live under the moons, so the month could monster mean moonster? So could it have originally been something out at night or under the moon or something that changed? Or mons having to do with the vagina? Oh yeah. What's the vagina? Mons. Mons is a pu- the pubic mound. I don't know if you know. The, the monster is like, <laughs> like gay. <laughs> I had to say it. The I'm looking up. So one of the monsters that we still kind of like talk about is Kuchedra the dragon. Um, it um, It's a big thing. And some people even believe like the Albanian flag is probably even could be dragon symbol symbolism but i personally think it's eagle um but um kuchedra um you its earlier stage is a bola like a bola which has appearance of a water uh 
Sithonic demon serpent. Um, so they used to, I guess, appease her by um, sacrifices. They would human sacrifice. But anytime a Kuchedra would um, be in a town, whatever town she was in, they were either prosperous or poor, depending on what kind of ritual they um, done for the Kuchedra. So she could also appear as a the guise of a woman. And uh, she keeps her true nature hidden as a semi-human divine figure. Um, she could also take possession of the moon and the sun in Southern beliefs. And she's described as an enormous fe female serpent who surrounds the world. So um, we still believe in this. I do. And I find this maybe the big monster of our um, culture in ancient Macedonia, Palgesian, Illyrian, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Check it out. It looks like the Maxwell family crest. It's it like the amount of things that this is on. And I always saw it as a double headed eagle, but then I could see dragon for sure. And I think there's even the Scorpio myth that the Scorpio has three stages, the scorpion to the dragon to the Phoenix. And then everybody I've been just shooting the shit around this dragon dinosaur philosophy a lot of people are like giant bird giant bird giant bird then it makes so much more sense to fly and it takes this reptile in between out of it all together yes. so what if there was this like instead of us thinking of reptile dragon what if it was a bird that came from flames a phoenix yeah like a phoenix yeah rising again from the ashes I hey, don't know. Nope. I'm still studying my um, our culture's, you know, symbology, and there's a lot of moon bull representation. Um, the spiral, the swastika, um, a lot of these symbols that are like supposedly evil, but and it's like something in history just reversed everything, and we're like calling all these things evil. But you had the serpent or, that was like surrounding the earth or the whatever you want to call it the world right you just mm -hmm. you said that as well and that's mm -hmm. such a that's a very common theme the the, the serpent egg. In the tree yeah the egg the norse mythology mm -hmm. even and kind of that's interesting yeah and yeah. i wonder oh good oh no just that double-headed eagle uh, also is like with the head tights as well, if I'm pronouncing that right. And um, yeah, I was thinking of All Real Monsters, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it's very old. Dardanos, Macedonian, during that pre proto, proto Indo European times around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, all the symbols aren't evil. Like they no, just. No, they're not. But they're powerful, <laughs> though. Um, Thomas, didn't you bring up little monsters earlier? Yeah, with uh, I always thought it was Tom Hanks, but I know it's Howie Mandel, one of those Mandel uh, effects. Savage, <laughs> Wayfair, equally as creepy. But he had like the the earring. He had it was like a George Michael thing going on. Yeah, honestly, dude, Gordy could <laughs> I thought about finding some monsters. horns and doing the same thing. I was like, maybe I'll do like little monsters, maybe I can find some horns or something. But 
I feel like um, way back in my lesbian brain, um, Fred Savage was like one of the last boys I had a crush on. <laughs> what about the teletubbies? During my wonder years. Yeah, I, I never, it was like Winnie Cooper was the girl that just didn't do it for me that I thought oh. Fred Savage was so cute. Um, he was like so my cup of tea. And I was like, what? Not my cup of tea. I, I did it. not. Think I was cute at all ever. I don't know why. I thought I was like, who is this guy and who chose him? Like, <laughs> I loved him. He was on really? a Disney show um, called The Boy Who Could Fly when I was like so young, and uh, so I remembered him on his like. Oh, he was one of his friends with the autistic boy in that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I that now. The <laughs> autistic boy. I never saw him that way until just this moment. He was autistic. Like he was. They. He was like the first one that we saw as autistic because they they marketed that as autistic he had mm-hmm. autism and so like that was like the only case of autism most of us had ever seen huh, i just thought he could fly no he was autistic <laughs> what? what are we talking about there was this disney movie when we were young young it was really like during, it was like after the peanut butter solution but before the Little Mermaid. It was somewhere in that sect like of the Disney. Light of the Navigator era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, you might have been a like. You might have been like not flighting of the Navigator. You might have been too cool for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that one was so boring. I just I, gotta I, say it. Flight of the Navigator. I always Flight thought it was so little, boring. Loved it. Oh, oh, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I thought that was so cool. I wanted. One I also didn't like Star Wars though. So didn't you? See, I was a Star Wars kid. I think it was a perfect time, though, like in my life. Like I was seven years old, so I was like perfect brainwashing. Perfect. You know, I saw Spaceballs first, so it ruined Star Wars for me because I would like oh, more. Oh man, Spaceballs is so great. Hey, dude, I want to donut. If you're in Phoenix, hey, I want to ask you about that fucking. You know that weird uh, thing in Phoenix that's in the the the. The pyramid that's on top of that rock. Yeah, it's Papago. I go hike there almost every day. Yeah, dude, I love that hike, but it is so fucking weird. They're it like weird. buried in that in that uh, pyramid on the top of that Some rock, light, dude. Yeah, you ever notice that? Like it was. Yeah, the, it's it weird. It's weird. It was yeah. the first guy family, supposedly. He was the it's, first what? Um, huh? He was the first governor. <laughs> what? Sorry. Huh? Governor. He was the first governor oh, of Arizona. Yeah, that's weird. Supposedly. Yeah. But it's a pyramid. Like yeah, it's a pyramid. Tunnel. So get check this out. I went there with uh, Lindsay Sharman and uh, her boyfriend, uh, Johnny. Oh, I'll save this for Johnny thing. But anyway, she saw something uh, fucking... You're in there now. You can't say yeah, I'll save can. it. That's oh, the yeah, worst. Okay. You're not okay, allowed to right. partially spill the tea and then be like, oh, sorry, I so spilled the tea. I met, I met Johnny and, and Lindsay up in Phoenix. It was a fucking blast, man. And we met there. And she's like, oh, I want to see this fucking pyramid thing. And I'm like, well, like, fuck yeah, I didn't even know it was there. And so we met there. And I fucking lost my car, and it was like this fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, lost my car right after somebody says Gordy's such a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, no, I got locked out. We got locked out because they, where I parked, they, we walked to the restaurant and when, when we came back, it was, it was locked in that park. You know that parking area in that, uh, around that zoo there? I think I parked in the zoo. Yeah, park yeah. My car got locked in because we came back too late. Yeah, like, yeah you, uh, you must have been after sunset. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. you have to do it like Frankenstein. How would, how would I Frankenstein? That, I would, I'm telling you, uh, them uh, are they flamingos? Those things are monsters. I know they're ready to attack. Yeah, dude. They're at the zoo and they are scary. Oh, flamingos? I think so. Are they like the birds the with the long neck with the yeah. pink? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, I swear they they wild, wicked. Like they be. They're at the zoo and they're plotting to attack. Yeah. Everybody. Aren't those extinct almost? Probably. Maybe. Have you guys been chased by an animal in life? Yep. Well, I feel like animals appear like spiritually, Never. like different animals. No. Like, I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you how you feel? How what are you drawn to, don't it? What is that? Spirit, like you're talking about the spirit of an animal. I feel like at different times. They show up in a certain spot in your life. Like I'd be freaking out or something. And then I go to my car and there'd be like a bird sitting on the car. And I feel like yeah. it's a sign from God or something. Yeah. And when I went, I went to Lahaina in Hawaii and I was out in the mountains in this like little house. So it was in nature. And every single day, a new animal would visit me. And like, it was crazy. But I feel like they'd be showing up. Even spiders or cockroaches and stuff. The living library that they're yeah. to teach you something. But and my spirit animal, I just posted this on my Instagram story earlier. My spirit animal is a Ford Mustang. <laughs> Mine's a sloth. <laughs> I've been a driving sloth? one all day and it's amazing. Is it you're drawn to sloth? Like what are the characteristics that like Sloths are so nice and peaceful that they'll even like they don't care about the enemy. They're just like, hello, enemy, and let eat me. <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> I would be okay with the sloths if they didn't have this hand. Yeah, the sloth. I don't like that hand. It would not be the hand I would pick either as a hand. Like if I had to replace the limb, I wouldn't get the hook. And so sloths could be okay, but if like I were to hold a sloth and that hook were touching my back and sliding around, I'd just be like, take your sloth back. I could don't you just get it. the sloths like nails did? So then it just looks like <laughs> yeah, you know, like the <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, oh that's so things. funny. Yeah, you feel the same about chameleons then, Cheney? I like the I like the one in the boat, yeah. like I don't want the lizards on me. Dragging his claws in the water, just hanging out, just looking like, mm, oh, this is fun. The bird dragon appeals to me because I always was like, e, I don't really want to sit on a dragon back. <laughs> Falcor. Oh, I would rather sit on a dragon back over that pimple back that Falcor had. At that, yeah, even that when I was a kid, I was like, what are these egg carton back? Get that out of here. Falcor had a pimple like, back? I yeah, think it was scales yeah. underneath the fur, but it looked like bubbly, blistery mm. things. It looked gross. Is he on steroids? That's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, even looking at it now, I'm disgusted. So, okay. <laughs> it was gross. Uh, it, it's 
fucking gross. We're going to get think... into this right now. Oh, okay. We're getting into something. I'll come back to it. Real quick, say. real quick. Yeah. And then we're going to go back to it because this Girl, is a monster. Um, and I am disgusted. Oh, this thing's freaky. His nose I me love out, him. Yeah. Stop. Look at his back. I'm not getting on that corn. I'm pop. getting on that. Oh, how did his? And she's sitting there, like, like trying to get, like, get his, like, take vials of his blood so she could eat it or something. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's like based off of like the queen or something. That costume is pretty brilliant. (laughs) Well, they just found his head in um in some storage unit that was like upper auction. Uh, yeah, I'm not into him at all. (laughs) I'm not. I would not like him. him as my animal. Of choice, I, I maybe because it's like a childhood thing for me. And he's like, a left dragon, though. He was. Good he luck. was the childhood thing for me too. Pretty much after the horse died, I was like, I can't go on. Oh yeah. my gosh! Look at this. Is what I picture. Look at that. R <laughs> two. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Trolls Two? Oh, oh no! Trolls movies are so good. Trolls Two, though. I think mm-hmm. I have. It's been a while. I, Trolls, I was obsessed with them. Trolls, well, Trolls, story, right? Trolls yeah. Two is a different story. It's very yeah. magical. Yeah. No, right? it's no? it's a horror film. It's called really? Trolls Two. It's like rated one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Really? <laughs> and there's I no like Trolls the One. There's no Trolls One. <laughs> it's just Trolls Two. They just came out with. Okay, Trolls so 2. it is the. It is just Trolls Two. Is that the one where they live in the apartment complex and like? They live in a. They go on a vacation to a, a, a this place. It's so terrible, but it's a must see. And then, like the lady has the weird like mushroom thing living at the one lady in her apartment. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was the most bizarre movie. So I thought there was two, but apparently there was just one. But I've seen it, and it's. I loved it though. It was one of those weird, scary movies, guys. We're monsters. We eat animals. We step on ants like we don't give a shit. We step on bugs like we don't give a shit. We're fucking monsters to somebody or some kind of being. And that's a hard reality to kind of face sometimes. I feel guilty sometimes. Like all the meat that we eat, all the animals that we kill because we think that we're supposed to eat them. Maybe we are, but I don't really know. Maybe we're not supposed to. But then again, we're, that's a different topic. But yeah, we're no, monsters. For sure. Yeah, it, for sure. I mean, do you feel I'm bad if you know, your animal. immune system like kills something? I mean, we have all these type of things that we can eat to, to survive instead of killing and we're Flesh. also monsters to ourselves. Is it like, is it, did we do something to ourselves, you know, as being children or babies and then programming ourselves to eat meat because we were forced to eat meat and it conditioned our insides to like kind of take that in? Like, I don't know. That could be a possibility. So if I started, I want to say a plant eater, but like proteins, different types of, okay, cheeses, milks, you know, whatever, but like flesh, flesh and rotting in your system, like as it passes through, does it like sound? But the thing is, right? is that your body handles, 
eating flesh better than it does the milks and cheeses. The milks and cheeses are so much harder on anyone's stomach and gut than than the actual protein itself. Yeah, it takes it in. But the nature is just like yeah. What if the nature too. of our body is just to take it in because it's going in through our digestive system and it's gonna deteriorate it anyway? What if our bodies are reacting to the stuff that we're eating and we don't even know really? That's why people are allergic to so many things. Well, I guarantee it is because if you start eliminating food that you eat and just eat a clean diet, like my bodybuilding diet, I eat the same foods, you know, six meals a day pretty much. So then when I add something back, I can tell immediately if I have a reaction to it. I ate potatoes my whole life and then now I have an issue with potatoes. And it's not because I have an issue with potatoes now. It's because I had one my whole life. Mm -hmm. I just was immune, not immune. I was used to my body feeling inflamed all the time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to what it felt like to not be inflamed. So I had a friend who just did the same thing. She's, she's a power lifter. She's been eating on her meal plan for months and all of a sudden she just ate gluten for the, like wheat for the first time. She got super sick. She's like, I think I developed a gluten allergy. I was like, no, you've always had one. <laughs> you just now feel it because you've ha- had exposure to it your whole life. So elimination is a big thing, but I can tell you like eliminating red meat, I can go back to eating red meat, no problem. Dairy, that that's probably an issue, you know, but it's what funny. What if we're like, supposed to tiger and not deer? Whatever I like that you're drinking. Oh, I think. Are you, are you drinking a monster drink for on purpose? Because monster. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's Normally, I'd be doing coffee. So everything. I, got, I was drinking Nespresso, and I heard that Nespresso Nestle is like evil corporation, but it's good though, it's isn't good it? Though, yeah. I feel like somewhere in the food chain, <laughs> isn't this demonic up? too? This is like six six six. Oh yeah, yeah. Hebrew. Six, 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 what? Um, when uh, Hillary was talking about spaceballs earlier, or Gordy was saying Star Wars, if we lived in this galactic world of all of this different uh, species, would all of them like? I was thinking, oh, is Jabba the Hutt a monster? Well, no, we'd be the monster to Jabba the Hutt's planet. So it's like, um, is a monster just something different than you in the flesh? So are all aliens monsters? Yeah, like the stormtroopers, they had to go back to their families. They were just working. They were just working clones. They were building. Were they just clones? I think the stormtroopers were just clones. Oh. Are clones monsters? Can a monster be the size of a bug? Yeah. And do you think that a Frankenstein, like a bunch of parts from different people actually happened? Like putting parts of different parts of different beings together to make a being come alive? If you're vaccinated, you have other people's DNA in you. (sighs) I mean, not just mRNA, just any of them. Like everybody, yeah. But we're like... We're sex. We're monsters to ourselves too, like the way that our seventy thousand thoughts a day, like mine. I got the. I'm so mean. I'm so mean to myself in my head, and so I, like most recently, I've been trying to be like, okay, I talk shit about myself every single day on this one topic, this topic, this topic, and so I'm trying to become more aware 
of that. Yeah, don't punish yourself. Don't do that. Because you're no punish. <laughs> don't punish yourself. Everyone does it though. Everybody, and that's, yeah. It's sad yeah. because especially like you know, that's what I noticed I with the physical body, people do it to their body all the time. Like so unhappy with their body. And most people have never been happy with their body. And they can look pretty damn good. But it's like you just sit in the mirror and you just like Ugh. I'm such a like monster. Shit. Yeah, I look horrible. Like, oh my gosh, this is so big. This is so small. I'm so fat. And it's like, you're you're hurting your own feelings, even if you don't think you are. Like, your subconscious is taking that all in. And it's, it's just self-hatred. It's it, it Well, obviously. But, I mean, you're hurting yourself on a deeper level than you even know by saying those things. Yeah, and the society is programming us that way, too, with the billboards and, like, uh, the simulacrum of us having to imitate what we see of these standards that are unrealistic and to, to yeah. imitate that. And so it's all designed to make you feel. And like, how lucky are you to have this awesome vessel that's holding you, you know, giving you an anchor on this pl- you know, realm and, you know, that works pretty damn good or works really well. You know, how lucky are you? And we sit and pick apart all the bad things or the things that we perceive to be bad that somebody tells us is bad. You know how you train a dog, right? You take it or an animal, like you take its its natural um, tendencies, its natural characteristics. Like you observe the animal and you adjust to the animal's nature, right? And that's how you learn. And then... You can kind of manipulate the dogs like pointer, um, like a pointer dog. They like those dogs are trained so well. It's a, a just beautiful thing, but all those things are like in their nature. They've just been accented and and trained to use their natural instincts, right? And so we use them as a tool, and that kind of thing like that you're talking about this this tool that we're just programmed to hate ourselves like that they know that works so like this is how you know all the mk ultra shit is true and it's happening to you it's like because it's happening at like on the microscopic and the macroscopic like like as well so below him has been so without that too like all this shit like that's the thing is how we get get away from being our own fucking monsters of of hating on ourselves, you know? Yeah, and it's all about forgiving ourselves. Ourselves, too, right? Because like the guilt is doesn't serve anything. Is guilt real? Don't, doesn't that feel like one of the yeah. biggest things that the game whatever the game is gave to us this like false idea of guilt. And so, so much of your healing is overcoming this trauma of guilt and what you did say or didn't say, or did do or didn't do or where or you showed up or where you didn't show up. Yeah. It's just yeah. like this constant or what you eat or what you don't eat, or, you know, it's like, what is guilt? If I you're really writing on your authenticity. I heard that guilt's not even in the scriptures because there's no room for it. Well, because this is the issue. The scriptures (laughs) talks about sin, okay? And sin is obviously missing the mark. But, you know, I I love the topic of guilt because reality transurfing, like, taught me how to get rid of it. Uh, What did the 
the reality transurfing it's a book by vadim zeland and it's basically just a philosophy it's natural law but basically he goes into the fact that you don't get punished for your sin human animals are the only animals that fucking feel guilt Mm -hmm. like we sit there not only will we punish ourselves for something one time we'll punish ourselves by repeating it in our head thousands of times but and we won't forgive ourselves so it's it's ongoing and then other people will punish us too so we have layer upon layer upon layer of guilt and the funny thing is is like it it's really just designed like so we don't god doesn't punish us god does not punish sin he doesn't have to because natural law says when there's excess potential nature will balance it so if i feel guilt that's a lot of potential right because i'm like oh so i'm just pulling guilt into me. I'm pulling punishment to myself because I've decided I deserve it because I've given myself like thousands of layers of, you know, repeating the memory and how guilty I should feel. And everyone tell me how guilty I should feel. So I attract my own punishment. It's not God. So sin, like guilt really. So when I learned that it taught me that I don't have to fucking do that. I don't have to play any of those games. So if I feel like I'm going to do something that I might feel guilty about, I just don't do it. And the best medicine is laughing at the situation, looking back and laughing. And, looking. and nobody's allowed to make you feel guilty, period. Like, <laughs> if you're going to put it on me, then that's that's a you issue, buddy. <laughs> you're also rewriting the story every time you tell it to yourself and add a little more guilt or a yeah. little more seediness yeah. or a little more feeling oh, that. Have. And then yeah, you keep Why writing this darker version of the story. And I swear, this is something I realized across the board at my age with parents and vice versa, having uh, people my age with kids. Now, um, when you ask a child or when you ask your parent, if you could apologize or did you ever feel bad about one thing that you said to me that you were like, I regret it the second it came out of my mouth and I thought it was going to affect you forever. It The thing your parent tells you, you will not fucking remember. But the thing that's haunted you forever, they won't remember. It oh is so God, right? weird. They <laughs> have no I don't even blame them anymore for it because it's across the board and oh they God, will apologize God. for something that they were like, I felt so bad that one day I told you you look chubby in that skirt. And I'm like, what? I don't even remember that. It's like <laughs> the one thing yeah. that ate at them for the last 20 years that they wanted to apologize about. You're like, what? I don't, I have no. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. So it's like that guilt is such a, it's a, it's a, it's a motherfucker. Yeah. So what if you just decide not to (laughs) believe in it anymore and let it go? Exactly. Can it be good though? Like, like if you were a a rough person and you were like, you know, pushing down old ladies and stealing their purses, like in a, in a comical 1960s cartoon kind of way. (laughs) But if, if you turned around and it was, or, or like, you know, people that go through NA or AA and they, they feel true guilt about the way that they, treated their friends and family i feel like that might be like a good version of guilt because if you didn't have that that's almost makes you like a sociopath right and and there there is a level of that it you have to disconnect to a point where it it is almost at that level but it's not because you know you everybody feels guilt but if you feel guilt then that should be your that should be your catalyst to change something not to keep punishing yourself yeah, and it doesn't change anything, guilt. Like, feeling guilty, it, like, because I'm in recovery, so, like, feeling guilty 
isn't going to do anything for the people I've harmed or stepped on in my life. So the like, if, if, if I'm like, Oh, I'm the worst person. I'm not, it's like, forgive myself. There's the Lord's prayer, which is fantastic. Uh, forgive others, uh, as I want to forgive them because I I've stepped on my fellows and I want them to forgive me. Right. So I got to forgive them too. And this, this forgiveness is huge, uh, to becoming lighter, um, in, in, in recovery. I'm not sure how normal people feel. Um, but that, that guilt, it doesn't serve anything. It's, uh, maybe the lack of empathy that it is the, the, the case, uh, not so much the guilt. So like pushing over the old lady, having empathy for the old lady instead of guilt, <laughs> um, maybe would be better but i don't really know maybe it's like the same thing but the whole society is all 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 fucked up because everybody's on uh certain uh mind-altering chemicals that when you're when you should feel guilt or you know shame or something like that you bury it but it's going to come up eventually and it's going to be expressed eventually. And that's what these horror movies are for uh, is so we can have the cathartic purge or football game. Football is the number one television show in the world and it's violence. And because the society that we live in is violent uh, and they suppressed it through the super ego. So they have to show up. I'm a good person. I'm not going to, you know, and the id in the death drive of destruction. So now we want to destroy ourselves or go through pleasure. And it's like the it's like they coexist with one another in the id, according to Freud. And then that gets transformed, like the discontent, the malaise of discomfort. So I'm so discomfort in my skin. I feel so much guilt. Uh, so I'm going to just do more drugs so I can cover that malaise that the doctor prescribed. So I, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. The doctor prescribed it to me. And there, dude, I was yeah, there. And then that gets turned into um, frustration where it gets projected outwards. And then they give us movements. You could put a little flag up on your screen. You can join the green party with Greta. Um, and they'll give you these movements. So you're, it's very interesting. I'm stu- studying it right now, but I don't know if that made any sense. I'm still learning about it. Yeah, I have a really good point to add to this. It's the expectations all these people are setting, whether it's your parents, whether it's your girlfriend, whether it's your husband, wife, school, society, whatever, work. It's all these expectations that if you don't meet them, you'll feel like this guilt. And if you got it, it makes you want to do things, take action, because if you don't do it, you're going to feel guilty and it's going to hurt the other person or you're going to look some type of way. It's just like a what is it really? Is it, is it is that's what I'm saying? Is it like a copycat mentality? Is that where our free will is being cut off because we're oh our guilt? Oh, I can't act because oh. Maybe they'll feel it's like 
it's a tough one to bite because that guilt will make people feel a certain way and so low about themselves. So they try to cover up that feeling by substances or whatever, sex or whatever that pleasure is. Everything is... Uh, Retarding your authenticity. Yeah, it's just so... Well, that would be a great name for a book. <laughs> yeah. That is your book, Donut. <laughs> you can steal that when you're sitting on your yacht one day. <laughs> you said it. It's recorded. You can I'm give taking a super it. sticker to the Donut's Yacht. We're so going to have like, a secret society meeting on, on Donut's Yacht. So if we could, if everyone could just like worry about being their authentic selves and stop judging and judging within and be authentic, that vibration of authenticity is going to rub off on everyone another. And then there's no need to have expectations because everyone's just trying to be authentic and people can feel that authenticity. So I don't know. It's a fucking it's it crazy goes into the whole monster thing, too, because the narcissism is the person who has killed themselves completely and totally. And we live in a narcissistic yeah. culture yeah. because they cut off the authenticity of the individual self, which is the emotional self. So like our emotions is who makes us And society says, don't be emotional, take these, you know, pills and be like neutral when life's not neutral. Life is a pulse beep 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 like the beep 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 or whatever like ups and downs peaks and valleys and the narcissist has killed themselves because they've killed their emotions to survive the uh toxic parents so <laughs> they put a mask on their face just like halloween's mask right or also uh what what down the last few years as well the mask on the face of a character Dude. for power in society, but they have no true identity of feelings. They whatever they do, they transform for power in society, and that's that's the authenticity and what not being you know, cut off. You know how I see it, though. You have the power, though. We forget that we have to sit on our driver's seat and control our self because. When you're facing a situation that's, oh, my God, sad or, oh, um, anger or whatever the case may be, that and and that energy, that feeling, that emotion sits in the driver's seat. And that's fear talking. That's sadness talking. That's excitement talking. It's all these um, personas or feelings, if you want to call them, that will sit in the driver's seat of you instead of you being in the driver's seat and controlling the outcome. But if you want to laugh, you can laugh. If you want to be happy, you let happy sit in the driver's seat. If you want to be sad, yeah, you let sadness sit in the driver's seat, but you're letting it. You have to be the controller of not being that monster sitting in the driver's seat. You're like, excuse me, I'm the CEO of this temple. You get your ass over there. Let Feel it. Don't be there. it. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the difference. Like, People, people don't realize when they're feeling emotions that they, they become the emotion. They'll say, I'm sad. I'm angry. Well, when you do that, you actually do become the embodiment of that emotion. You're supposed to feel it because it's energy and motion and you're supposed to let it go. So the best way to do that is to not identify as it, but say, I feel sad. Mm -hmm. I feel angry because you're allowed to actually, I can be pissed off and like laugh at the same time. 
I can feel both things at the same time. I can find something humorous and and funny and be pissed at the same exact moment. You know, you could you could be sad and happy at the same time. It's called feeling bittersweet. You know, you're allowed to have both of so a part of me feels this. Part of me feels sad, part of me feels happy. It's okay. You could hold space for both of them, but it's better to feel it and allow it to move through you instead of becoming it because when you become it, that's when you get lost in it and you can't it, deal with your emotions. Do you, I, ladies, men, do you have a time like in your whatever your cycle may be, monthly, yearly, that you know about yourself that whether it's seasonal depression or your period that you're like, I'm a monster, that you know this about yourself during this period of time? Winter time for me. <laughs> I'm depressed mode, but that's when I'm in that season when I feel it a lot. It's weird here in Florida. I haven't gotten, um, what's that called? Winter depression or seasonal depression? depression. Anyway, every winter I fall into a deep depression in New York city. Ever since I moved out here, sunny Florida, baby. I love it. I love it here. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I, I get. I, I get like that every month. Every month, like I don't, I don't know, it's like a monthly thing for me. That's <laughs> like a period, or I might be bipolar. I don't know, but I go through like this, I'm a Pisces, so I'll be on hey, fire, Pisces. happy. Are you a Pisces? Yeah. Okay. Shout out mm. to all the Pisces. Hey. I, I feel so positive and on fire and like manic it's like i have manic episodes where i'm like i'm gonna post and post and go live and and then i'm like i suck i hate the world i'm not gonna post anything and i can't even get words out of my mouth at times too i think i'm go through this you know anything about being burnt out yes that's what i've been researching oh yeah burnt out i truly wonder if men actually go through moon phases but is it opposite from the women, how women feel it? I think so. Like, I, I feel the moon. Like, I walk in the... You know, the like, emotionally? Yeah, I, you can feel it's, like, a heavy. Yeah. Like, you get more emotional or something. Yeah. Coming up and during full moons and stuff. Yeah. You're really tired, too. My energy cycles through the moon and... Something the energy has to come out. So I have phases where I'm like, really, I have to work out to get it out. I have to work out to get it out. And then I have a phase where I have to cry to get it out. I have to cry to get it out. And then I have a prowly phase where I'm like, maybe we'll have sex to get it out. Maybe we'll have sex to get it out. And then I feel fighty. And during that time where I'm like contrarian and just like where I feel that the hackles on my back. That is when it like I loosh. This is when I'm a troll online and I loosh strangers and I get in fights <laughs> and I laugh to myself about things that I'm like, this couldn't be any funnier to me because I exist so much in the real world that that world on there, like on the box and like, I'm going to do this thing to you digitally is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like oh her but uh that it's like i definitely go through these phases where i'm like where i think it's almost best for the people in my real life to stay away from me yeah like don't like, talk to me yeah it's just best i'm a cunt yeah i will snap leave me alone it's, it's easy not for me fault. to say now yeah. to people too where i'm like it's not you i shouldn't yeah, be around me. anyone 
I have no words. Is usually have you gone to anger management? I used to go to anger management. It's not even enough. that. It's it's That's like it's, it's something that you can't really explain to men. It's like so overwhelmingly. It's like a depression that you could have for in one month, in one day or two days of like, oh my God, I can't fucking stand everything. You could grab another woman by her uh -huh. collar, for real. You could grab another woman by her collar and put your nose to her nose and stare her right in the eyes and say, I can't help it. I have the fire of Hades inside me right now. And another yeah. woman will be like, feel you yeah like that will be like the, a real honest like she won't be like get your fucking hands off me she'll just be like she'll understand we're in the like, same yeah. era girl yeah, yeah. like sometimes <laughs> <Hillary>. you're like <sighs> and then you have your period and you're like oh you really i you're like i'm not a monster like i'm normal i feel normal today i feel like i could rip a small child's face off and wear it yeah, yeah. she's a fucking monster i'm sorry weird how like girls they it's like the pulse thing of the universe how all the girls they hang out and then they all get the period at the same oh. time like shows there's this symbiotic relationship with everybody it's or is that a myth no a blood oath <laughs> <laughs> it's all a coven makes a blood oath i heard that like uh in some country i don't know the voodoo stuff i think in new orleans they put period blood in the soup and then they put the guys under a spell well not just in voodoo but in the balkans they do that it's it's like a type of love magic spell but um that should if you ever do that with blood magic you're getting that you're getting something back to you tenfold and it's not good because love is something you don't play with that's like a high frequency authenticity love like love is right there you don't play with that type of magic if you're gonna do they say if you're ever gonna do blood magic you do it for yourself like for your skin um because it has stem cells in it that's where life is born it's, it has so many nutrients the tree of life that's the symbol like literally in so what blood itself is not blood the period blood sack that's oh. the tree of life that literally is the tree of life like the placenta, the uterus, the whatever. Well, the uterus, right? I don't know. I don't know. The uterus, <laughs> well, the uterus holds a child and then the, the placenta is formed around the child in the uterus. So the I was thinking of, of vampire formed. facial. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking that, that too. too yeah. and I, I was wondering like if I floss my teeth and there's a bunch of blood, if I could do like some blood magic. <laughs> it's very... Um, <laughs> It's very healing. If there's a cut on your skin or something or a burn, they say you put period blood and it'll heal it faster and Are more. You serious? Uh, wow. Without scarring. Really? It's, oh, yeah. There That's is. I know cool. there's a huge thing with breast milk. Where like, I know there's something with pee, too. Like you pee on certain things, like fungus or some, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, in the Navy, they told you to pee on your feet in the shower. And when you're, like, showering with 40 women and eight shower heads, you kind of... Like, gross. That's why they and, tell you to wipe backward. And there's gold in our poop. <laughs> it prevents the... the you guys uh, know that? Yeah. <laughs> there's gold in our poop. Yeah. Gold? gold this is a big poop. thing, just so you there's know. Gold. I got to hear about all this. Your shit. I know about well. I know well. Poop poop like the, the Secret Society of Good Guys is AKA Gordy. What else is it called? 
<laughs> the golden shit club <laughs> are you serious i have to take this opportunity to to imitate the greatest lisp in the business <laughs> and tell you i don't remember where i was going with this but um I'm sure. the golden shit club yeah that's the it. golden shit club <laughs> How did it go back? I know incense was made out of like camel shit for a while. Camel shit and incense. Really? That's what I think. There's some of the weird shit back at that, and it smells really good, I think. And I was like, what the fuck? You got the the raspberry flavoring is beaver shit. That was it. Yeah, I remember that. Don't Isn't tell it vanilla? me that. It's artificial vanilla, right? Yeah, vanilla. Oh fuck! I thought it was raspberry. Most, most colognes and perfumes anything. have the whale shit in it. The um. That's oh my gosh! This is like summer's territory. <laughs> the <laughs> the Jamie, your cat is like <laughs> making me laugh right now because <laughs> your eyes like look perfect. Oh uh, well, I, um, the what is it? The there's like that yellow sack of the whale that is actually used in all the perfume around the world, and it's like one of the most expensive liquids. Yeah, it's their emigre, isn't it? It's the it's the shit in the puke. Head. Is it their puke or is their yeah. poop? Is their shit? I think it's it's their. I thought it was. I think it, some there's something in the ocean that's puke. Now I have to. I'm like, why is got, it summer in the, the link sky? For you. I'm gonna send you the link right now. Is it vomit? Is it sperm sperm whale vomit? Sperm whale vomit. Yeah, <laughs> that's just what I hear in my head. Oh, so whale real? poop is worth a lot of money. It. Maybe they're two separate things. Yeah, Do you maybe know, that is. I can't believe the whale is even coming up on our timeline but um apparently it's super illegal the guy who um wanted to fight for freedom of whales to free the whales and save the whales well apparently he learned how to talk to whales and um communicate with them and somehow that turned into it becoming illegal to communicate with the whales and oh, that, yeah yeah and if you communicate with the whales you will get heavily fined it's like super duper duper illegal because they could bring you to Atlantis or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, something. You, can't, you can't communicate with the dolphins either. Uh huh. And it's like a could, serious offense. Because <laughs> people be riding them down to Atlantis. Do you think that's true? Yeah. Mm. You, okay. So do you that think you could like shit. live there or like mermaid I, style? I just think that like, die? They, they know where to go. And so, so like you you like you can get like a lion and become homies with the lion, like you know, for a little bit. Maybe they that lion turned lion, but like animals we we can uh imprint them in a sense too, where they think that we're its mother or whatever. Um, so we can communicate with them. Like this lady has this owl, you know, and she'd be chilling with the owl all the time, which is pretty cool. But like if you become friends with a dolphin and they were doing these dolphin experiments with LSD and like mm -hmm. jerking the dolphin off or whatever, so they can communicate with aliens in the ocean. And when they ended the experiment just in their head, 
when John C. Lilly ended the dolphin experiment, just in his head, the dolphins committed suicide by not eating anymore. So there's this like very strong connection. So if you become friends with a dolphin and you're like, yo, bring me to Atlantis or bring me, maybe not Atlantis, but maybe like show me something in the ocean. Cause we don't know Show what's in the ocean. <laughs> Dolphins ocean? like jerk me off a couple more times yeah. and then maybe we'll go. Then I'll show you what's up. Yeah. The ocean is space. That's what I think, honestly. The what do you guys think? Ocean, ocean is space. Do you know I, how oh, ocean is space, yeah. What were you gonna say, Abby? I'm saying to tie it all back into the monsters, like what do you guys think about Leviathan? The I know that there's that that's biblical. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but I know okay. like I think Paranoid American taught me that Leviathan crosses the 811. So it's like an eight and a one and one. And on that date, there's always uh, stuff that goes down. I even think that eight mile was released on 811, but like November 8th or 811 is like the 303 day. And that's like the zip code to eight mile. I don't know. Well, I don't know what Leviathan is. I know the Hellraiser has like the cube. Is that M&M is the oh, yeah. 33. The yeah, M&M. Yeah, it's the 33, mm. like a world war. Happy birthday to M&M. Um, is that today? <laughs> is it today, really? It was on the 17th. It's my sister's birthday oh, that day. That's oh, why funny. I know. Little Libra, M on both sides. Um, so is it M13? Oh, wait, how do I? Well, like the M is like a three side. It's a three on its side. Numerically. How do I get the? How do I get this big? I feel like, like my mom Mouse. using this sometimes. She's what is Leviathan? Big. It's yes, brought up in the Bible, it. so yep. it's supposed to just be in the depths of of the ocean, and it's supposed to be some. It just a, it's a monster of some sort. It's a worm. So then I'm like, is it a kraken? Is it the kraken? Is it wormholes? Worm. Worm. It, it does look very wormy. Interesting. There was also a mythology of Scylla and Charybdis, which I think might have been precursors to Leviathan. But they, they basically guarded different areas of the ocean to prevent people from getting through if they weren't supposed to. Ooh. Apparently in Florida, somebody caught a sea creature... I don't know if it's a real video or not, but it looked like a sneaky, long, serpenty creature in the ocean or the the Gulf. Um, I posted in the chat, but I don't know if you guys can see that thing right there. Oh wait, uh, you posted in the chat. Yeah. Uh huh. Very interesting. I don't know what it is, but it's a long. And it just keep it's swimming there, swimming with the fishes. Could be. I mean, we saw those videos of, you know, those dragons supposedly flying in the sky in China and like blasting that whole building with a fireball, Dragon Ball Z style. <laughs> so I don't know. I ask questions. Do I believe anything? Not really. I observe. Take it in. Cool. Ha 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 cool but to believe i don't know unless i see it with my own eyes i question there's this long uh oar fish that shows up no like this long snake looking thing fish <laughs> and when it shows up earthquakes start happening oh weird is that yeah. an oar fish then what not, what 
the maybe movie. it could be maybe. i dropped they, the link they show like the museum of natural history and like right outside the or right by the la brea tarpets in la they have like a bunch of ore fish in um formaldehyde it's kind of neat tar pits yeah the la brea the la brea tar pits were created by sinclair oil to get people to believe in dinosaurs yeah. oh pharrell tell me about that um speaking of maltsters uh yeah they're uh sinclair the same company that has oil on it if you look up into all the like bp sinclair all the big oil tycoons of the time they're not only the ones that like back the la brea tar pits and they're all the backers of all the real great digs that people are like we found bones here this is where dinosaurs are at but it's all just adding to the myth of fossil fuels and scarcity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's uh, I want to connect with you because I really want to put together our dinosaurs fake video. Okay, are they fake and gay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I really want to <laughs> dive into that because I don't believe in dinosaurs. Hey, my my nephew has a is a uh, dinosaur guy, he's an amateur uh, fossil hunter. Oh, we should bring him on, too. yeah. So he believes in he dinosaurs, probably. But he mm. has to, though, because it's like he's going to get paid. Here's yeah, that or fish though. thing. I don't want to cut you off, but it might cut you off, Gordy. Mm. This is the, the fish. Yeah, you can talk over it. Yeah, that or fish is a trip, man. It's and it shows up like right before Fukushima happened. Like, uh -huh. so it brings disasters like it knows something. I don't know. I don't understand it. That That's is wild. Fish. That is a monster. That's a monster. I'm telling you, the ocean is just—it's the shul. Ugh, it's the void. It's the deep. It's the the deep deep. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, you know how uh, <laughs> they say ladies and dolphins are like Delphi because it's all womb, and women used to all walk in the water and have their babies in the water, and the dolphin would help them have painless birth mm. uh so and like kind of what you're saying imagine if the baby was meeting the dolphin when it still didn't need to breathe air it would be still connected by so much more it'd still be in its spirit self would it learn something in that time like you're saying would it get almost a dolphin rider that it could ride to atlantis hmm. well you know i just looked up not just not to change subjects but yeah. with the Sinclair, I like looked it up and it was founded the day the Illuminati was founded on hmm. May 1st. Wow. Of course. It's just Wait a coincidence. Come on. We'll figure. So it's it was Mal Malaysian Airlines event. was too. Malaysia Airlines that got, went missing. <laughs> Do you think that was like abducted by aliens? Um that three seven whatever oh blah or do you think it's just more for now for blue beam to build this like idea on top of of like oh like they're gonna tell us at disclosure this flight was taken out of the air by aliens or right. what if reality is a mirror and the quantum of it all everybody watching donnie darko caused it to happen right I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I don't 
don't know. I I need to see one to even know if they're real. What a dinosaur? UFOs? No, aliens. An alien. Oh. But it also goes into the whole Zanetti train thing. The Zanetti train that disappeared, that went into the tunnel and disappeared and never came out. Are you serious? Zanetti train? Yeah, look it up. That's crazy. It went it through a, a tunnel in Rome and it never came out. And then like 40 years later, they came out in Mexico. Like a, a passenger Ooh. train with like 40 Italians on it. it was maybe not 40 years, but like in the future, they show up in Mexico. Oh yeah, they showed that that that. train showed up in Mexico. Yeah, and it had forty Italian people on it, and they locked them all up in a loony bin. They thought they were all nuts because there's no way they could have came from Italy. Yeah, there was some other story, and they had like pictures of like their cigarettes cases and stuff, and literature being written in Italian, like stuff that they had on them. That's insane. That's crazy. Well, like, so, you know, there's that Twilight like Zone episode too, right? Hmm. There were like soldiers on that train, weren't they? Uh, probably. Was that that story? There was another story where um, some dudes were, uh, some soldiers were, just like went missing from like a march in the uh, military formation in Italy, and they showed up in Mexico City, like, like fifty years before or after. I can't remember how it went, but like. I believe that stuff, man. What that stuff doesn't float around for no reason. Like weird shit happens. The universe is fucking weird, man. Bro, is it the Philadelphia experiment that does that? Is that the one where the ship comes back with all the people uh in it? The farm. Yeah, Yeah. go on. What were you gonna say, Donut? Well, there's this Twilight Zone episode where they're in an airplane and Mm. then they go back in time. And I just Mm -hmm. looked it up, and it's called the Odyssey of Flight Thirty (laughs) Three. What? Of yeah. course it is. That's hilarious. Thank you, Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling was went hard. I'm a fan. I am a huge fan, dude. I love like I like, he's like, he's like uh, Rod Sterling. Yeah, man. He was writing that for nonfiction, but he couldn't get the TV deal, so he had to make it nonfic uh fiction. Right. Yeah, that's man. What I heard. That's what they said, but I mean, he wrote. um uh, Planet of the Apes. He's the one that. Oh, oh did he? Uh huh. Huh. That's what I was going to ask too. Like, it does something become like, uh, let's say, Planet of the Apes? Does it eventually become human enough? It's no longer a monster. No, that, like, <laughs> what about Jeffrey Dahmer? Is that a monster? Yes. Yeah. I think so too. So being human doesn't mean you're not a monster. And the thing with Jeffrey Dahmer is that when he did all those killings, he was under the influence of alcohol. And when he was sober, he was clinically sane. That seems debatable. Yeah, it's all debatable for sure. (laughs) Maybe it cycled in and out with his month. Debatable. Um, what else? Did you guys Jeffrey Dahmer stuff is crazy, and that is called Monster, right? That show on Netflix. I oh, think it is. They want us to believe he is a monster, like yeah. different. And then, like John Wayne Gacy, he like or, or Eileen Warnos, right? 
Eileen Warnos. She was the she female serial killer. Yeah, they tried crazy. desperately to make a female serial killer. They mm -hmm. wanted one so bad. So they took this like poor girl, poor. She wasn't even really a lesbian, even though she hooks up with a girl. She's really just traumatized oh, by men her whole life. Her. Yeah, and then they were like, oh my gosh, Charlize Theron, we can't believe that she's so ugly in this. But really, people are should have been like, oh my gosh, Charlize Theron's a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Her, na her name looks like, uh, yeah, they made that movie about her, right? Yeah, Monster. <laughs> I have to say it that way with these teeth. Monster. Her name is a monster. It looks like Alien. Aileen. Who is your favorite monster? There it is. Yeah, but she uh, killed people, but they were like people that raped her or like beat her up. So I'm like, eh, she's not really a serial killer. Yeah. She's a mad woman. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters a bit harsh. <laughs> Did you guys have uh, or remember my pet monster? Mm. I remember I it was a little after me. Memory. I'm gonna look it up. It was like a like a blue like a plush stuffed toy, right? animal that came with like handcuffs. Yep. And it had like a crazy oh. nose. Well, Hasbro made it, and then they make the Ouija board. They made a Ouija board. Oh my god, I remember this. Like yeah. the popular one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With chains, like the Baphomet. <laughs> oh my like gosh, it does kind of look like the Baphomet, dude. Like the tarot card, oh, yeah, the, the devil card. This was like the thing. I guess this this was my version of the Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's the devil card right there. Does right it there. look a little... It's so with that green nose. I just feel like... Yeah, what? Why on the Sesame Street thing too? Why is it? Why was everything a monster? On and they were just Cookie Monster. I had were, Sesame Street on my list. I think. Did you? Yeah, I think, I think that's Sesame really Street good point. is like connected to the Rockefellers. Sesame Street. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And Tavis Look out. Too. Boy, yeah. No, you weren't programmed to belong with me. Big Bird, lowercase sixty-six. I only see BB or it's an A8. <laughs> I only see the symbols of letters. I don't count everything in gematria. Um, but uh, not to take away people's gematria magic. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I Sesame Street is so creepy. Snuffleupagus. And then you have this like Oscar the Grouch monster. You have a Dracula on there. Cookie monster. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Jim they like Hansen in general. The the one that ate all the burgers. What was the name? Burgers. Was it burgers or that's no. grimace? But grimace yeah. is probably a monster as well. Yeah, or clowns monsters because I know everybody's attaching them to Nephilim these days. Do you think clowns are monsters? Well, Pennywise. Yeah. Just oh, in general, I like, I like clowns. Do you? Are you that guy? Or are you the one guy? I don't I'm like. I, I like biggest clowns. I think they're I, I just like. I like horror movies they do a good job. and stuff. I... Killer clowns from outer space. Killer clowns from outer space. Best movies. Yeah. Killer clown. Wow! 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 
It's a hamburger. The Dickies, yeah. man. <laughs> Come on. That's good stuff. That's from um, McDonald's. I think, right? The hamburger. Killer clowns. Yeah. So is the Grimace. But the Grimace, I thought, was a soy a soy strip, which was weird because they always like talked about having all beef patties. But if you ever looked at like the fake, like the soy strips that they used to make fake meat. That's so gross. That's what the Grimace looks like. I've never heard this before. Soy strip? Mm-hmm. That is so weird. gross. That just grossed me out like Joe Biden's balls. <laughs> Balchin. Balchinian. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, weird. weird. Yeah. But hey, you know what? I bet you, like, it's probably better than a lot of food storage. Not like health wise, but it probably lasts forever. Wait, no, maybe not. I'm not going to eat it. I'm just saying, like. What about the Montauk monster? Montauk, too. The killer? There, there's the one that washed up on the beach that might have just been like a raccoon or something. But then you were talking about the Philadelphia experiment. That one also is rumored that on, on Project Montauk that they might have summoned some huge demon into our realm. This is where uh, Stranger Things comes from. This is the uh, uh, the upside down. I can't remember. The, the Gorgon, right? The Gorgon was the actual story from the Montauk Project. I think it was... Uh, explained by uh, James N- uh, Nickel Peterson Nichols or something. Uh, I can't remember the guy's exact name, but he they wrote like like five or six different Peter Moon and Preston Nichols. Those are the names. Look at these pictures. They're like you don't even want to see how nasty this thing is. Look at they block them all. <laughs> really? Yeah. It, it's explicit. It's like a like a raccoon or something that yeah, like I'm that, like, scared to bloated in the in the river. Yeah, here's pictures down at the bottom. I'm like, why are yeah, you making this so difficult? You got Gajira, the king of the monsters. Yeah, look at its face though. It is pretty gross. It yeah. does look it, like, like a, a Stranger Things thing that not that. Yeah. I think this is a I've different one. That. I'll pull up the other it, one too. It what reminds one? me of a what's it called? A gargoyle. Gargoyles are cool. What about fairies? Like the gnomes, are they monsters? Yes. Yes, right? Yeah, they're demons. <laughs> are they? So are elves. Is a changeling a monster? The mm. demons are demons and monsters are monsters. We're skinwalking. Right? That thing looks like a Venus flytrap. So what's the difference between a demon and a monster then? I think they're like both the same in my head, but I know like demon, there's daemon, so like that's not like an evil thing or something. Uh Um, I don't really know. But like the whole idea of like someone wrote devil, like demons, devils and all that, like the devil was first like depicted in art as being purple and then they changed it uh to green and because it it was an angel so an angel doesn't look like a goblin and so they changed it to scare people i think it was the catholic church or something like that to this green monster to that resembled 
pan or something like that so like i don't know it's interesting and like the word demon comes from daemon and so i i don't really know but i feel like in my head when i think of a demon or something i'm thinking there's a monster you know what i mean like so what about gin and genies oh yeah right i heard that there's multiple different like goods and bads and yeah. stuff like that there was like, that one movie that was really good about the gin have you um, seen that the one with the lady with the red hair yeah the genie in the bottle yeah that, that should make me the cry. story of solomon yeah it was a good good fucking movie what one okay. the lady with the red hair um with the genie in a bottle um i forgot uh, one thousand years in a bottle you one, gotta rub me in the right way sorry one thousand years i hope that doesn't get us pulled i thought it was like <laughs> one thousand years of yeah something. yeah yeah something like that like one thousand yeah it's a good one thousand years it's worth watching. Okay, here's yeah. a question. Talks about 5G in there too and electro. If demons oh, are fallen angels, yeah. they should have a body, right? But then why do demons possess people like they're disembodied spirits? Huh. I don't know, but Glenn Beck made this movie about this prisoner <laughs> <laughs> who's like a, a demon. Oh, Paranoid American, you did the read. That's how I knew yeah, about that movie. The Furious, right? That, that shit was tight. What is it? Thomas? Nefarious. Demon, demon. Nefarious. It's like Tell a new movie. It. It's demon. It's got the, take, yeah, it's go got the guy from uh, Boondock Saints in it. Or one one of the brothers from oh, Boondock such Saints. such a good movie. Oh. And he plays oh. like he's possessed by a demon, essentially. Oh. Although, it, oh. I I think it was a, it's a little heavy-handed. It's got a little bit of like Daily Wire swagger to it. Because uh, like... He he's questioning some uh, lawyer that's going to be representing him possibly, but he tells the guy that he's going to be he's going to kill three people before the time that he leaves the room, uh, and but like one of the people that he kills is like his mom that he sends to a retirement home, and then another one is that he has his girlfriend like terminate uh, a pregnancy, so that makes him twice a murderer, and then the last murder is that he condemns this guy to like to death essentially but the guy is claiming to be an ancient demon from you know like from like biblical times and that this guy is like falling right into his prophecy it's a it's a interesting movie i don't know if you guys have ever seen a movie called the man from earth and it's about this this guy that's like an english teacher and he and he ends up being like jesus or who everyone claims to be jesus but he just it's just a normal guy that just happened to live for like 2000 years so he's gained all this wisdom and he's like mm. learned all these things and told people the things that he's learned and they oh. eventually are like, Oh my God, you're Jesus. So that's like the good version of it. Nefarious is, is like the, the evil version of that movie. And then you got idiocracy, which is sort of the same. Right. <laughs> but Abby brings up a good point. If demons are just fallen angels and they have a body, how and why that doesn't even make sense for them. I don't to think even they do like, have a body. They don't, because I think angels are ethereal, so they they're not grounded out energy. So the thing that makes us have the free will is that we're grounded out, and so angels never ground out. It's why the jinn doesn't have the. It's like they're fire energy, so they don't. They can't ground out either. It's like somewhere the myrrh energy might be able to. <laughs> That's why it's calling humans or needs the children that it's calling into it. But the grounded out energy has full free will. 
I want to say shout out to Joel Thomas because he's got this theory of what he calls Nephilim portal babies, <laughs> but like the watchers that that mated with humans, right? That created the Nephilim. That might have been uh, sort of like a workaround, a loophole, because they were these ethereal beings that couldn't, um, you know, like actually have free will. But if they created children with humans, then they could use those nephilim children as their vessels so it's like uh like anchor bait like angel anchor babies is the what i kind of call them but it's like this this uh loophole with the covenant with god i thought you were gonna say uh shout out to joel olstein when he said <laughs> the original nephilim portal baby you know who's a monster that preacher oh yeah that, that evil guy with the with the helicopters and yeah. the airplanes and shit. Yeah, that, that guy, guy, you could see he's a fucking monster. <laughs> you could see the demons coming out of his eyeballs. Who like Benny Hinn or something? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. I used to love that man. <laughs> oh really? Really? Wow. He's passionate. Yeah. Well maybe he's a good dude. I don't know. I I just saw that one video of him and I was like that guy. I saw no. one video of him cutting his fucking I didn't see and... the those videos first. I I listened to him and he, when he's actually teaching he's it's good. Very brilliant. Yeah. Oh, okay. But when he does his whole like cultish whipping people with coats and everything, it's it's that's when it's like that's when I was like, oh, okay. The Something's ritual wrong freaked here. me out with him slitting his wrist and putting in a cup, and they started passing it around and drinking it like he was the blood of Christ or something. He always end up being the He's savior. You know? I think that name. Anytime they have names like that, Benny Hinn. Ben Hen. No, Benjamin Hinderman. Well, I think it's like Ben, like Ben Judah, Ben, you know. Oh, I don't think Jesus it's Benny Hen. No, I wasn't. I'm sorry. Okay. Continue. Sorry. I, I was thinking that that one guy who's just a public speaker and wants to like, he's really tall and he um, looks like he's Frankenstein. He looks like a monster to me. He's not religious at all. He just is like Tony. Oh Blair. yeah, yeah. He's I a prosperity think, guy. Like, I was like Tony. A, he's like oh, motivational. Robinson, yeah, yeah, Tony Robinson. Robinson. He looks yeah. like a fucking monster to yeah. me. Oh, he's yeah. like Nephilim. He, he's satanic. This the guy I was talking <laughs> about wasn't Benny Hill. It was preacher Kenneth Copeland. And I oh yeah, he's the isn't he the Farting evangelist. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, because okay. uh -huh. Abby, I wouldn't see you like in that guy, the one that we're mentioning right now. This guy. What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, guy. Yeah, really <laughs> that is. Oh, he's, he's freaky diggy. Wait till you get, if they get a close up on his eyeballs. I mean, he's. I he can zoom out, in, but. probably. Yeah, zoom in, zoom in. Zoom in. <laughs> they got to catch that. Got insanity. The mighty gemstones. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, those are dead eyes. They're powerful eyes. Oh my god. That's a reptilian Ooh, psychopath the air. Eyes, man. That ain't human. Yeah, that's that he got the sampuco going on. Yeah. <laughs> I smell the sulfur. Yeah. <laughs> it's always you know, weird the sulfur smell. That? I you had an instance where I was sleeping dead. Sleep. Look at his eyeballs. Yeah. And the and the scent of sulfur woke me up like 
weird. It was so fucking weird. I thought like something was burning in the house. And it just, I'm like, and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I smell something burning. She's like, um, say a prayer or something. Cause you probably were visited or something. I was like, okay. That's but, just uh, that Florida uh, spring no, water. This was in New York City. This was in New York City. <laughs> okay. That's just your system getting used to that Florida water. Oh, what you about need more the, softener. What about the Ninja Turtles? Are they monsters? No, that's yeah. why. Are, dude, yeah. are mutants are not monsters? monsters? Are they X Men monsters? Technically, they are, but they're cool, awesome monsters. Well, monster doesn't mean bad, does it? Because dragons don't necessarily yeah. mean bad. Right. Well, neither does Bigfoot. Or like a whale. Monstrosity. Monstrous. Yeah, Colossus is another word for monster. And yeah. so then I was thinking of like Colossus of Rhodes or the Statue of Liberty or even like the idea of Nephilim. Like, is giant automatically Monstrous. a monster? Yeah. yeah. Monstrosity. <laughs> Somebody wrote Ninja Turtles are demons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good title. That, that would be a viral video oh, right there. <laughs> Ninja Turtles or the Ninja Turtles. You're starting I've, some fights on that one. Ninja Turtles do love pizza, Hillary. Oh, <laughs> and they yeah. do they they are in the underground they're in tunnels. They're they're good, only pizza. I know they're good because they're ninjas and the ninja class is usually not this like imperial type Illuminati class. It's more of the common common person. Ninja turtles in the go ninja, go ninja, go. They're having an underground pizza party all the time. It's yeah. like a Macaulay Culkin thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you seen Under the Silver Lakes, the movie? I don't think so. Fantastic movie. Oh my goodness. It's one of my favorite films. It's really boring in the beginning. What's it called? Under the Silver Lakes. It's got Spider-Man in it. The guy who played it, not Tobey Maguire, but the newer version. Oh, I have seen this weird movie. Yeah. It is a weird movie. It's called Under the Silver Lakes and this like stoner dude who's just like trying to get laid all the time and just living life kind of floating around in California. Uh, meets this girl who just disappears and he's just trying to find where does she go? And she ends up going into like some Illuminati, like Ascension, mm -hmm. like cult or something. So he's, while he's trying to find her, he realizes there's a secret society controlling the world of homeless people that are like homeless pirates. And they're speaking in codes through movies and all this stuff. So it gets like really into Illuminati stuff as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. It talks about him. Sam is a disenchanted 33 year old. 33 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. yeah and the silver lakes yeah. is where hollywood comes from so like hollywood started like in the silver lakes too like so there's a lot of like this hollywood stuff in it i lived in silver lake you did yes i lived in silver lake for a few years for why is it called years. silver lake there is a reservoir in uh silver lake that it's just a fake reservoir but it's the silver lake um so everything's built around it and it's kind of on the other side of uh the canyon a little bit so it's like um it, on one side is like vermont and you might see um like uh what's that 
observatory that was in James Dean. Griffith Park. Yeah, Park. and then you drive through uh, like a hot dog stand, and then you're like behind a whole little other small little town built in. LA is weird, but Silver Lake. Yeah, I, there. I had a rent control department for a while in Silver Lake. It must have cost so much money. Was it? No. <laughs> it was rent control, so it was passed down from like a friend of mine's older sister. So it just kind of stayed in within friends for like fifteen years. So it was like a pretty great apartment. And our landlord didn't give a shit about fixing it. I will be like sometimes. I would take a bath and I would be like, I hope this doesn't fall through the floor. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think there's this conspiracy because I just went to California to see the BLP kosher rap concert. And I went there and it was nothing like the media said it was going to be like, I was like ready for California to just be like the worst place ever. I went to Newport. It was all murka everywhere. Just like, all over the place. And I was like, this is California. And then I went, uh, it, I grew up in Vegas though. So <laughs> you're like, maybe, maybe it was maybe, bad for them. Maybe it was bad. And I would just used to. <laughs> so you, you grew up in like that surreal. How, how do you, how does people, how do people come out of there normal? You don't, you don't. Yeah. Okay. You end up it's having a name weird, like right? bone nut and then your whole family is ashamed of you. <laughs> Hey. Normal. That's normal out of anywhere. Welcome to the Golden Shit Club. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Golden Shit Club. Here you can polish a turd. Yep. Here, uh, <laughs> yes, you can. Here we show off our polished turds. Surprise! <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Vegas is interesting. The uh, Nevada Day. You know how we were talking about the that pyramid. Uh, but like Nevada Day is on Halloween, and it's like Sin City, weird. like so all weird. mafia built. Huh? Fantasy Fest in Key West is around the same time too, and it's just pure. Fantasy Fest. Yeah, it's kind of like a Heathensville. It's just naked adults and uh, Burning Man. Uh, before Burning Man was Burning Man, it was like. Where grown ups went to Mardi Gras. I Lots see. Of body paint and vomit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. In and this move, this new show, uh, House of Usher on Netflix, they like throw a party like that that ends really bad. Hmm. Yeah. Not, like how bad? Like in what way bad? Oh, it's not about that. Like, Usher, like every death kill. Like, yeah. Yeah. It gets, it gets, it's pretty graphic. Like it's, it's wild. It's a wild show. I'm still Is watching Chili it. in it. Is Chili? Chili and P. Diddy represented in the House of Usher? Yeah, P. Diddy. Yeah, P. Diddy had like the parties with Usher when he was underage. Yeah, and then Justin Bieber as well. The P. He's, a, he's a monster. He's a P. Diddler. Yeah, he's a oh beaver is the beeves. No, the beaver, he, the beaver beebs. He, he was one of the kids the that came victim, up right? through P Diddy and Usher. Oh. So it's like, like they all keep getting passed down. Yeah, it's like Usher was there when he was thirteen. Justin Bieber was there when he was twelve. Um, but it's like the P Diddlers and Puff means gay in the UK. 
so even Daddy, Puff Daddy, and hey, Daddy. 50 Cent calls him out on his shit too. He's like, I'm not going to this party. You ever been to this party? I'm not going to go to this party. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. And so did Tupac on Tupac's <laughs> album on the back. They had like him in a pink dress. He killed and his wife. Tupac did? No. Oh. Diddy. 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 Remember Diddy? 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 Diddy, Diddy, Diddy did it. P Diddy? On first. <laughs> and he and like he was married to J Lo and J Lo is like CIA asset now. Well, were they weren't married, but she was involved with him in that shooting. And then yeah. they split what up. Shooting. There was like a, a shooting in a nightclub. Yeah. And I feel like somebody died and she had to go to court for it. It was like, remember how murder was the case that they gave Snoop Dogg right. and then he got off. Right. Um, I feel like that's their Kobe Bryant moment of like their rape scandal, that it was an almost murder where you could have gone to jail, but instead you better play by the boule rules. So I yeah. feel like that, uh, happened to that one dude, uh, the, the Republican kid. The, that has the same birthday as Greta Thunberg. Um, hold on, the Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, I think that happened with him too. Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Rittenhouse. It was like the beginning of the Four Horsemen. I was like Rittenhouse. <laughs> I yeah, Greta and him. That Greta's is ridiculous. <laughs> Greta. They have the same birthday, and they're like the two kids that are the polar opposite of the birds that are like controlling the bird. You know, the two separate narrative. What yeah. about? I know. I always think the same thing about Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh. I always think the stern and bow of a boat. So they're the censorship. Uh, Howard Stern is a monster. It's just not exposed yet. Yeah. The two yeah. He's a billionaire. Well, like, how do you get the billionaire? Billionaire. Really, billion. He was yeah, the original Joe Rogan. Yeah. I used to listen to that. My mom loved yes. Howard Stern, so I would listen to it to going to elementary school every day because it was in the morning. Me too. I was in love with Howard. He was the first <laughs> idol I had to slay. And it really, Everybody it was like him. heartbreaking. I loved yeah, Howard. Yeah, he became Stern. all weird. Do you think it's the same Howard or do you think it's a different Howard? <laughs> He doesn't look the same at all. I stare at side by sides of him, and but I just think since Beth O got there, I think she's a high witch. And his hair is like, I always pull up pictures of Howard Stern bald just to make myself laugh. <laughs> but, uh, and then Robin's the a known with, witch, in like his, in the underwear thing, where he's yeah. no, so like fucking creepy when he's in that bald thing. Or Miss America when he's in a dress, which is very, you know, so shame ritual. Oh, they like yeah. to put him in a dress. Yeah, dude. There used to be shows where Rogan sat in the arty chair for a long period of time. And I can't find any of these shows right now. It would have to be some old Stern fan that has them on, like, tapes that put them online one day. Oh, what's that noise? Gordy? Is that you over there? Gordy! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your costume is so sporty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah. There used to be Joe Rogan in the arty chair, and I remember him getting a, in a fight with someone in studio, and they were like, uh, "You're a company man. You're a company man." And they, but I can't find it anywhere now. I remember that. And who is it that was telling him like, uh, "You're you always you're playing stupid or you play dumb"? Who was that? 
to Rogan. Um, on, on, I can't remember. Abby probably remembers. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I can remember I heard it. <laughs> I know. I wrote down. It was more so everything I started to dig into. I was like, is this a monster? Is this a monster? Is this a monster? And then I thought, um, one-eyed monster. <laughs> One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. <laughs> Always been to that, huh? I mean, that's the first thing that came to mind when I heard one-eyed. <laughs> I know, but then I'm like, why, why are we it have one-eyed symbolism? That's right. We, we talked about that was the first thing that popped in my head. What's wrong with me? Penis. <laughs> that's the first thing that just that's popped up. What, what's on, what's on your head, Hillary? That's what I've been wondering. That's like Hillary. It's my hair. It's her hair. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, it's it her looks like a, It looks like a butt. Because <laughs> <laughs> she is a butt. She's an ass. It looks like a, a butt. My little it's earring. So Every time I see Hillary's face, man. I want to look at it. You know how they have that fan, that fantasy class? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't beautiful. Even Can you get closer to the screen? Oh I want to really get a look at there that. There you go. I mean, yeah. Oh, I there see it now. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a butt the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the like, name, the name, it says Hillary right there. <laughs> the beard, the beard, a little. My, my, my dream chrome shirt. Oh, Oprah is a fucking monster. Redacted. Oprah is a monster. Thank you, Redacted Bigly. Thank you. Is Ellen a monster? Ellen's a monster. Ellen DeGeneres? Mm -hmm. well, I don't know. She's way. a hangman. She's a sacrifice. Trust the smart people. Mm -hmm. Is Bill Gates a monster? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Easy monster. Bill what Gates. No, Billy, Billy Bob, Billy Bob. Did you guys get into like in your neck of the woods because i heard like in the some places you're not supposed to ever turn around if you hear your name or you don't ever whistle in other places or like uh -huh. there's the jersey devil here or you know yetis in some part oh, yeah. and then chupacabra over here and do you guys all have one of these in your neck of the woods i came up with one i made up one in arizona what was it <laughs> It's called like, like I'm just throwing it out there. Ice ghost. I'm just throwing that out there okay. because you know, when a ghost comes and you get really cold, right? When the ghost yeah. or spirits mm -hmm. in, you get shivers. Well, in Arizona before uh, air conditioning, it's so freaking hot here. I mean, it is just unbearable that if you're in the middle of the desert, it's so hot and you get really cold. You, it'd be like, oh, this is nice, right? But it's like a ghost here. Like, oh, you like, you like, you want to be cold in the middle of the desert? Well, you got to do like, uh, uh, you know, deal with the devil, sort of, if you want to stay cold. I just created that. We have, if you whistle at <laughs> night, you, you call the devil. I heard that. I never whistle at night. Yeah. Where's that from? C cutting your nails at night. Um, what you, cutting your nails at night? Yeah, something about in our where we're from in the Balkans. There's some weird, 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 weird um, 
superstitions. Uh, I don't whistle. When the I sun heard. sets, you put the shades down. So, because during that hour or something, like some kind of weird spirit in the twilight. It's I like do in that between. Yeah, they say like shut your shades during that time. Um, some weird ones. Don't go to sleep. Uh, if you take a, if you're having sex with someone, you should take a shower um, after you have sex before you go to sleep, so you don't have the incubus come and sleep with you. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. It's like that aroma of sex. It's like you're calling it in, and you're not purifying yourself, and you're sleeping in it, and it's just like superstition. I don't know. Huh. In, in Nevada, near Pyramid Lake, it was Pyramid Lake because it's the same. It's all affiliated with the Paiute tribe. There's the Scarecrow Man and Scarecrow Man and the Rabbit Lady. And if you, because the Scarecrow Man would run alongside your car and it'd make white people wreck. So you weren't supposed to like pay attention. If you saw something running alongside your car, you're not supposed to pay attention to it. And then the Rabbit Lady would actually like hop a ride. She would hitch a ride and sit in your passenger seat in the same thing. She'd make you wreck your car. Oh my goodness. We have the the chupacabras here. Um, they call those, you know, that those hairless dogs that are in the desert, the the ones that are coming up from Mexico. Have you ever heard of this? They call them chupacabras. Anyway, they have them in our neighborhood, and um, every once in a while, like every four years or something, somebody in the neighborhood, them, but they come up from Mexico. <clears throat> And people call them chupacabras, and they're the, but they're those like, uh, like when you look at them, it's like a fucking hairless Zolo dog, right? Because they have like a little tuft and stuff. It looks like a wild Zolo. Do you know what that is? No, I never (laughs) hairless Zolo dog. Yeah, see if you can pull up. A- I've never seen one, but that that's wild. It, lo- it, lo- it looks crazy. Mexican hairless dog. And then when you pull up, um, they see them all through Texas and all through uh, southern Arizona, New Mexico. They look kind of cute, though. They're kind of cool. They're weird, though. All dogs stem from the gray wolf, and they were all inbreded. So they say. So they say. That's what I heard. Do you know the word Google? What's Google? Google. Google. Where does it come from or anything like that? Where Where does it come from? Well, we have a term called Google or Guga or Google um, or Kukul. We call Kukul like a doll, but it's like a like a, a good sense. But Google is actually like another word of saying like the boogeyman. Really? Yeah. And, and no one ever could get, why Google? Why Google? And I was like, wait, we call the boogeyman Google because we have that in our culture also. Um, and they, you got googly eyes, right? Google. They're like crazy eyes, Google mm-hmm. eyes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a number two? Isn't Google Plex like a really long number? I'm obvious. Yeah. Like how long are we talking like more zeros than I would even be able to count. Really? I think I think that's the number. The number is called Googleplex, 
I always hmm. thought that's where the the name Google came from. Hmm. I have a theory they just gave us those kind of numbers for our brains to not be able to comprehend what they were doing to us. Like eventually your brain hits a certain point of not being able to comprehend that it decides I'm not even going to try to comprehend it. And so you just are like, oh, a Google. Oh, I'm that's past my pay grade. And so your brain just immediately turns off. And so that's where we have all of their Google spell on us. Hmm. You know, the, the sickness, if you look at the coding of it, it's like zero, zero, one, zero, one, one, or whatever at the end, or no, it's like a B or something like that. And at the end, it just ends with 33 A's it just as a, 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 I, I had to look this up. So a, a Google has a hundred zeros after it. And the other way to say Google is a. Ten duo tring trinigatillion or ten thousand sex decilion. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a hundred zeros and it's Holy called the Googleplex, and Google's headquarters is called Googleplex. Yeah, that's what I saw in Palo Alto. Hmm. Googleplex. And they spell it G-O-O-G-O-L is the, the way that you spell the number Google. And it sounds like a ghoul. Are these devices monsters? Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is it AI monster? Not mine. Your guys is ours, but mine mine's not. I mean, <laughs> mine's a gen. You know, like when you really think about it, an electric structure and the things that it could do and magically send the email through the ether and it's just like manipulating minds and some people take it literal. Some people kill themselves over the shit that they see online over this box. It's like it's a fucking weird contraption. It's almost like a being in itself, but it's unique to each individual. So it is kind of monstrous. Um, I just thought a monster was following me. I went cause that stuff was bothering my eyes so bad. I was like, I have to wash it off. And okay. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? And I was like, oh my gosh, something startled me. And I forgot because of my whole outfit that I put on a tail. <laughs> and I thought like, I, I was like, what's following me? I thought something touched me. And then I thought I like sat on one of my cats. <laughs> Chasing your own tail. Yeah, so stupid. I thought it was a monster for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad well. I didn't I'm... get that in the potty. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get my tail in the potty. I don't even know what I'd be like if I were a dude. <laughs> Getting my tail in the potty. <laughs> um, did you all look up anything else about monsters? Mine were just questions for you guys. Is this a monster? Is this a monster? <laughs> What's your favorite monster? Oh, Eminem has that song called Monster. I'm friends with a monster that's under my bed. Yeah, that one too, but he, he also had that Juice World one too, I think. Monsters Inc. Or no, it's Godzilla. Never mind. Yeah, I thought about Monsters Inc. too. That's a one eyed monster. Mm-hmm. Mike Wazowski. That's another one eyed monster, the Monsters Inc. 
I was looking at them. I've never seen that movie though, but isn't those things are all created by kids fear in the same yep. way. Now that I'm thinking about I, that Fred Savage movie, little monsters, it almost seems like the same thing. Like a it's bunch Lucy. of monsters. Yeah. yeah. They're like little loose monsters. That is it. That's exactly what it was. And and in Monsters Inc., they just called it Scream, but it was yeah. it was basically Loosh. Yeah. Is the Angel of Death a monster? Like no. uh the Grim Reaper? Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Well, he's on the pale horse, right? I don't think of that as a monster. I think that death at some point for every person is a mercy. Yeah. And it's a blessing. Death is an angel of mercy. Abby, have you seen monsters in your dreams? Yeah. Yeah, but that when I do, <clears throat> I learned what they are, though. Those are soul fragments. And those are, are always, like, unless, like, there's demons, too, and those are different. But when I see monsters in my dream, they're usually shadowy and they're scary. And I've learned that if I stop and look at it and and tell it like a, like I'll start to wake up when I see it and I'll go, what are you trying to teach me? They, they'll stop and they'll look at me and like wait for to see what I'm going to do. And they usually don't say anything. So then I ask if it's ready to come back because I know this is a piece of me I've compartmentalized. So it's, it's scary. It's a scary part of me that I, you know, have blocked off somewhere in my memory. Mm-hmm. So if I tell it, ask if it's ready to come back. It usually is because if it's stalking you in a dream, it's ready to come back. It wants to reintegrate. So like um, in my dreams, I reintegrate through sex. So I usually have sex with whatever this thing is. And like, that's just my soul likes to get busy. My daughter though, will hug some like a soul fragment and it'll like, it'll become one with her. So it's the same idea. It's like, it's becoming one with that piece of you. So monsters are generally just are you always you yourself. having sex with the monster yeah but I, i'll be different parts of me like um like one time i was sword fighting and i was a dude but i was me it was like my divine masculine and i was fighting another man and then when i was ready to integrate him i looked at him i was like are you are you done fighting me and he said yeah and i said would you re- let's just get it on? That would be so much better than this. <laughs> and he's like, word. And so then I like we kissed, and I was like, oh my gosh, why is this so much better than with a woman? And <laughs> it tripped me out because I had like a whole gay experience. And then I did it again with my divine feminine, where I was me, but I was definitely more butch. And there was just this beautiful, like Marilyn Monroe, blonde, like very like curvy woman and a Venus type woman, um, Aphrodite type um, archetype. And she wasn't a monster, but I mean, I integrated her. And when I did that, I was me, but I was like a very male version of me. And I was very gay too. So my my divine feminine is very lesbian and my divine masculine is very gay. They, they like being with their own, but that wasn't exactly the monster thing, but it's the same idea. Like, I'm always myself when I integrate, yeah. Maybe the uh, idea of like souls not having a gender plays part in the dream wo- world where you don't feel masculine or feminine, feminine, you just are, you don't feel it in a sense. So like we don't know what our 
gender our soul is we come into these vessels that give us our gender so it's either you play the masculine role or the feminine role or is it an androgynous soul i think well because you are masculine and feminine and we usually compartmentalize one or the other Mm-hmm. And for most of us, it's the feminine, men and women. We almost always suppress our feminine. So you have to, so you, you will have both. So you are both like you're going to have masculine and feminine archetypes all in your dream space, all in your reality too. So those are all pieces of you that you have to integrate. So, so there are parts of you that are definitely a man. There are parts of you that are definitely very feminine and, and, you know, ultra feminine. And there's other parts of you that are just androgynous, but you have both, you're both. And so you will face those pieces. And as you pull them into you, you probably, sometimes you'll be more like, I woke up when I was, when I had my divine feminine dream, I woke up feeling lesbian for a couple of days. Cause I just was, cause I was like, I was with the most beautiful woman in the world. Like, um, you know, when your spouse cheats on you in a dream and then you're just mad at them for a few days Yeah. or the weirdest, if you have a dream that you have sex with someone that you're not attracted to at all. Oh my gosh. And then you can't talk to him for a few yeah, days. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, do they know that I had this dream? I remember I had really a friend make the mistake of telling me and I was like in an asshole phase that they were like, I had a dream about you last night. I didn't even let them finish it. I just was like every song I could think of that had dream in it or anytime we were hanging out and dream, I was like is this your song to me (laughs) (laughs) like just a douche but it's just because i'm jealous because i don't dream that much little pothead i dream yeah it's always weird they're massive they're like i can't even explain them they're like just real and they're big divine dream (laughs) yeah you had some crazy yeah awesome are you guys dreamers? Donut, yeah. Hillary? Oh my goodness. I dream every night and they're scary most of the time. Like how yeah. scary? Like demon scary or traveling scary or bungee oh, jumping? Oh, just like, it's so like Trippy crazy. scary? It's, you know, l- lately I haven't really been having too bad of dreams, which is nice, but um, I've probably only had five good dreams in my entire life. Wow, really? Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to give you this and you're going to have to use my dream energy for this cuz I'm going to tell you to wake up now. So you don't have to totally wake up and become lucid in a dream, but I'm going to put the suggestion in your head. Next time you have a nightmare, bad dream whatever, you know, if something's chasing you or there's something scary like a monster or something like that, you're going to turn around and ask it what it's trying to teach you. And ask if it's ready to reintegrate. Try it. I will. I will try that. You know, I had this constant dream as a kid of someone attacking me. And then in my dream, I always tried to like attack them back. And I never could. I'd always wake up. And then one day I like killed the kid in my dream, you know, and I've never had that dream ever again. Like a a chasing dream. Kid you? No, it was some kid. It was some gangster kid. I don't know who he was. <laughs> I remember getting out of rehab and having this dream where this you went to rehab, punk ass, punk ass little motherfucker, like causing problems in the 
in the group that got kicked out. Like I had this dream that I, I, he finally picked a fight with me. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, I'm <laughs> my dream. I can kick this kid's ass. And I had to have somebody hold. That was a good dream. Like, that sounds like Flatliners. <clears throat> you know that movie where they all have to die for this certain yeah. amount of time so they can have this epic dream. But it's almost in that Stranger Things way where they dream and then pull something into reality out of it. I recently had a dream I was in control of. It was so cool. Um, I, I don't know what so you knew you were, you, Did you know you were dreaming? I didn't know I was dreaming because... Okay, that's, that's a lucid dream. I had a lucid dream because... I was editing on my computer in my dream and I remembered right before I went to bed, I shut my computer. So in my, I knew I was like, I'm dreaming. I'm not on the computer because I shut the computer. I, so I realized I was in the dream and then the dream froze like a computer's freezing. My dream froze and it was the scariest thing because it lasted five seconds and the, my dream was frozen. And I was like, I hope I'm not like in purgatory and i'm stuck here now and i woke up and i was like i'm oh. going back into the dream world to try it try to do it again and i did and i yeah. went back yeah it was cool i bet yeah, you, you had that. a dream um it was the same dream and you have the dream you wake up and a force pulls you back to sleep and then you have the yeah. same dream again and that happens to you three times in a row yeah wow really yeah, yeah, I've had, had that. that. To me. Those dreams but within a dream, those are it, always a trip, man. But when it's the same dream. Get up, I, you, I, like when you wake you up, you have a like force. When you wake up in the dream, you and then you wake up. up in that dream, and like you have another dream. No, when you're actually you wake up in real life, but you fall back yeah. asleep, and then you're in the same dream. You go right back to the dream. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you wake yeah. up and you're like, holy shit. And then you're like, no, 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 I want to stay up. But this force is like, nope, you're going to go right back to sleep. And you just fall into that slumber. And then you have the same fucking dream again. And you wake up and you're like, holy, like you feel exhausted too. And like mentally like delirious too at the same time. And then you fall back into that sleep and you wake up. And then for me, it was like, oh my God, God came to me. <laughs> like, holy shit, I'm reborn. <laughs> <laughs> were you like having false awakening dreams was it like a false awakening every time I was that I the dream i told you the dream where it was like it took me up and all the gems and jewels of oh, yeah the earth yes that one was awesome. and like this force and this light behind me and i was like oh no i'm not worthy <laughs> and it's like teach people love teach people love teach people how to love again teach people love what? life not death murder kill life love you know? Have you ever had a dream that came true? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, wild. Yeah. 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 I had a dream where two people called me on the phone yelling at me in my dream. And then I woke up and that day, these two people that I've, I've never called me called me the next day. I didn't oh, answer wow. it. I didn't answer it. I've never talked to them ever since. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I always if for anyone in my audience this is like one of the things I kind of repeat but it was when I first realized like something was different and even more 
unexplainable than I could even fathom. And he was telling me a story that um, his mom had sent him a message and she's like, come get your boxes. You know, I cleaned out your room and turned it into an office. Is that you, Gordy? Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my teeth in to make it extra threatening. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I still licked my teeth like it was there though, <laughs> but, uh, he, uh, his mom texted him and was like, come get your boxes out of the house. She turned the room that used to be his bedroom into like their office or something. He went and got the boxes and, uh, put them in his room and his girlfriend called him later that weekend and asked if he would come and help her parents clean out their attic. And he was like, sure thing. So he was at the parents, the, or the her parents the following weekend, and he uh, found a gorilla's mask in the attic. And so he was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put this on and I'm going to go and startle her. Like, I'm going to scare her like a jerk. So he put the uh, gorilla's mask on and he walks to the front door and he said when he opened the front door, the brightness of the sun panicked him in this way it gave him this immediate anxiety and he ripped the gorilla's mask off and he was just like oh and uh he ended up packing with the parents didn't think anything of it like a week after that he was just scrolling through his uh box and one teacher in like the 10th grade made them write down dream journals so he was like flipping papers and noticed a dream journal that he was flying like really high over a town and then flying low really fast. And so he saw the trees going by really fast and the houses going by really fast. And he was so excited because he was like mastering flight in his dream. And he looked over to the right and he saw a man with a gorilla head walk out of a house and it scared him, like scared the shit out of him. He woke up. And so it was like, <laughs> he, he saw himself. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. It's wild. <laughs> you guys ever like um, stop smoking and then get like really wild dreams uh, for like a, a stint? So that that was actually something that someone suggested as a way to like like a cheat code for lucid dreaming. That if if you can temper yourself for like you do it and then you stop and you do it and then you stop. That's one way to kind of like spur lucid dreams. But I've got another one that. I don't recommend for anyone to find out, but uh, I've I've found in like other people that went through the same experience. But jail dreams, like when you go to jail, uh, like the types of dreams that you have in confinement are wildly different than ones that you have uh, just like in normal life. Accurate. And I remember like the the most vivid and like like you would wait, I would wake up and feel like me waking up was the dream part because it felt less real than the actual dreams that i was having in jail yeah someone i know said the same exact thing like it's, my it's so hard to describe it's mind-blowing uh -huh. like wow it, it's like when people describe like uh like having a dmt trip or something for the first time like man you can focus on one little detail and fly into it and explore it and like it doesn't just kind of like dissipate it's like that and it wasn't a it wasn't a lucid dream because i never knew i was dreaming but they were just so incredible like I would like wake up like exhausted from you know like the the activity that was just going on in the dreams. Yeah, Is it because you have more time with yourself. You think more time with yourself, self, your inner self. So when you go to sleep, I personally night... think it's just because being in jail sucks so bad that like. <laughs> 
your your mind is ready to retreat and just, just like let's go to Disney World. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was in military, so I, we weren't allowed to. So that was the other thing, oh, too, yeah. is that pe people from regular jail would come, like, or people that were in our military jail, when it got overflowed, they would go to, like, Bear County, which is in San Antonio, and they would come back and be like, oh, bro, it's great. You can smoke all day. You can sleep all day. You do whatever you want. But in military confinement, you still had to be up at 9 or uh, at 5 a.m., and you had to be in bed with like lights off at 9 p.m. So there was yeah. like, you know, like the, you didn't get to decide what your own schedule was. But that that was the wildest dreams of my life. They stay in like a float tank or sound deprivation chamber because your brain can't see anything and you're like constricted. Everything becomes infinity and then your head will create everything in front of you. In a way, I wonder if you shut life off like that and put yourself in a cell, does your brain <sighs> gasp for that kind of thing? So even though it's not in a confined meditation state of a half hour or an hour, you're doing it all day that when you sleep, your brain needs that huge of a decompression to deal with the reality of how not free you are. That's how that's what I thought it was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, watch this off. I'll be back. Have you all <laughs> met any entities in a dream? Like I met yes. I think an angel or God. Wi-Fi mantis. I had the mantises visit me. In the dream, and I think they got me sober. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, there were alien mantises that had like they're a real thing. Yeah, that's what that's the crazy part is that I told my UFO friend who likes UFOs when I was getting sober, I was like two years sober. It was like, and I remember the dream like two years later, and like I, I forgot all about it and I remembered it and he was like, bro, a lot of people had that experience. And then we, I was Googling it and it was the exact same experiment experience. Also my grandma visited me once and, and I know it was her cause I was like really upset and she showed up in the dream and then I wasn't upset anymore. This is making me ask a question. And I know it's a weird question, but do you think that dream since many people have that dream as a dream that is being, implanted in, implanted in people's brains and if you've remembered it two years after could that be a possibility it's making me wonder the same thing almost about prison is right. if you have all of these people in this confined space you can do a study that you could implement like you could put the same dreams in all of them or put different dreams in each cell and then you could study how they would react the next day to the type of dreams they were having. Or you could even study them afterwards with parole and other type things of if we put certain prisoners with these kind of dreams, they become this. If we put certain prisoners with these kind of dreams, they become this. Because you know they'll be like, oh, everyone in prison becomes a certain type of religious or everyone in things. So what if it's, um, you know, there's only certain books in the library that you can actually get and there's only, you know, like everything's just designed to create something so what if like a cell in metal like the same way as you were when you were talking about the train disappearing into the uh, tunnel it was like those lines have so much energy in them and then I think the same thing about bars and I'm not like saying there's just so much like metal diminish your dream and say that it was important but like the idea of like everyone having a similar dream like that it, it always makes me ask the question like are these dreams coming from that source the alien source or is it coming from our government who want to push this agenda of like aliens being real or not but i'm me i'm the, the question 
question asker. I like to ask questions. So I'm like, what if, what if, what do you think? Huh? Yeah. Like what? we all have the same dreams of being like naked or whatever. Like we all are like pissing ourselves or some shit. Like we all have the same. So we're all connected in the same archetypes and whatnot. And yeah. implanting dreams makes sense because there was this Budweiser commercial or it was an alcohol company during the Super Bowl that were implanting dreams that they, they, they've come out with articles where people would listen There's, to it all night so they can implant the advertisement. And so they're doing advertisements in our dreams. Oh, it's Nick happening for sure. Because I, I, I'm an avid lucid dreamer and I've actually had to yell at the dream. I actually started punching a TV set because it kept showing me an ad after I told the dream to stop. And then the TV started yelling back at me because they're, they're, <laughs> they are putting advertise. They did it on my phone too. Like I had um, like, you know, like when you have the pop-up um, malware show up on your computer, have, I don't know if you've ever seen that happen where you can't close the pop-ups like all of a sudden you've got viruses and you've got like the malware viruses where it's just sits there and does the pop-ups. Um, my phone was doing that in my dream too, like a couple, a couple weeks ago. So um, they are doing phone? ads all the time. Your huh? phone was in your dream. I, I, if you have, if there's something that people say you can't dream of and it's impossible, I've dreamt it. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot she of has this great hint. I always tell people that she should shout this. She says, keep your dream journal in your phone so that that way you can type up easy. You can put one word in and then it'll pull up all the dreams you ever had about certain mm -hmm. things. So you can find the pattern in your own thing so much better than writing it on paper. Yeah. If you do it in your, it's easier because you can, you could do voice notes too so if you just do it in your iNotes or whatever um you could hashtag it but you don't even have to do that but do you, you just write the date and then you don't have to write all the details just write like the most important points but you can do um voice to text which in the morning i'm really slurring like i sound horrible my writing's just as bad too but at least like it's a little bit better if i'm typing it um but you just hit the key points and you can go fill it in later but the nice thing is you can sit there your notes are all searchable so if you like what what oh phone let's see i can tell you <laughs> i already did this to her a few months um, ago <laughs> with lucid phone. the lucid dream where i turned into a crow that one i had my phone let's see 323 I had a phone, 39 I had a phone, 321 I had a phone, 319 two I mean like all those times were times I dreams that I had phones in. So um, wow. so if you do it this way you can search and it's important that you do it because um I believe more in the importance of the location of the dream so that way you can map it. But if you pay attention to the themes of your dream, like you, if you're not writing it down, you don't notice that like one day I started noticing with the help of a friend who was more into dream interpretation that like if I, since I started writing it down because of her, um, like a couple times in a row, I dreamt of Scrabble tiles. Well, my dream was literally telling me that we were going to play word games. That it was like, it was, using metaphor or is using words that sounded like other words to tell me what's going on. And, um, and so that, that was literally the point of words in a game format, you know, like tiles. 
Um, so when I see blocks in a dream now, I know that even though it looks like Legos, it's actually telling me I have a block in my chakra system and it's, but it'll tell me the color. Or if I see ice, it's telling me that like I have, you know, a, a, it's a, I don't know, just there's metaphors. Your dreams are metaphors. Your It's your body. Your body is your subconscious and it holds all your memories and all your emotions and it has no words. It doesn't have a voice. So all it can do is give you images and it gives you pictures and the pictures are in metaphor. That's how it gets your, so, but if you don't pay attention to the patterns and you don't write it down, you don't see how many times you actually dreamt that thing and how much is shouting at you. I found this yesterday. Literally, I found it yesterday just out of nowhere, a blue block. <laughs> a blue Lego, random, mad random. I was like, oh, okay, universe, thanks. I picked it up and I took it home. <laughs> All this talk about dreaming is is making me tired. So I think I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave you guys. You're my favorite monsters. I love you guys so much. Love you too, man. Thank you. We'll see you next time. It was a great show. I mean, Hillary. Sorry. Good night, Hillary. God bless you, Hillary. (laughs) See you, Donut. It's funny this all went to dreams. Yeah. But I always love talking about dreams. You know a lot about dreams. I I Yeah. That's my... It's my passion, really. So... I don't know anything and I, I want to know. I've like kind of just done my own research on my own thinking and I've never read like Carl Jung dream interpretation or anything, but uh, I have his is weird and it's not necessarily, I don't believe that there's a, there's not a one size fits all because dreams are subjective. So what's metaphoric to me and what has meaning to me is different than what has meaning to you. So it's not always easy to interpret somebody else's dreams. Yeah. But right. but that's also not even the point. The point of dreaming is that you have an energy body and you're trying to make it perfect. So you're supposed to be lucid dreaming because lucid dreaming helps you do that. So when you're having a dream and your body has like some kind of memory to it, right? Through emotion, it gets stored in it. So your memories get stored into the body and when you have a dream it's your body trying to work out what's happening is that what you're saying so like you have a dream that like i had a friend he was like okay i had this dream that you know i got shot in my in my calf like in the front of my of my calf, like in my shin, you know, he told me exact spot. Um, and he had another, he got shot somewhere else too, like in his hip. So I will go over, I have an acupuncture chart because Chinese medicine is way more accurate than people realize. Like they have the map, the blueprint for the human robot. Cause we are like, we're a bio robot. Like that's what the meridians are. The acupuncture meridians are your like, it's like the blueprint for the, the biomechanics. And so if you go find the spot that that you dreamt of and it's whether you're injured in a dream and you have a spot that's like, that's um, either sick or injured or um, growing hair or something weird, you know, um, or another person. Cause every person is a reflection of you in a dream too. So if I see you in a dream and you have an injury on a certain area, like your eye or something, then I'm going to go check my acupuncture chart when I wake up because it'll tell me, the meridian that it's in. So it'll tell me if it's liver or gallbladder, which would usually be anger. And it's, and usually the dream will give you some sort of hint as to what memory 
of anger you've stored in your body. Because anytime you've been pissed off and you hold your breath, you've stored that emotion, which is energy and motion. You stopped it from moving and you kept it in your electrical system. So now your electrical system is clogged up. So anger usually stores along your gallbladder and liver meridian. And it's uh, funny because a lot of people drink through resentment. So they're angry. And it's funny because they drink and the alcohol goes straight to the liver. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And a lot, how many people have issues with their gallbladder and they're freaking angry ass people. And maybe so, if they, maybe they would never had had to have their gallbladder removed if they just dealt with their anger. Is there a certain, it. with all this knowing about sleep and whatnot, you know, um, is there something with someone who is up late and goes to bed during the day? Um, is the like, cause I'm always up at night naturally and everyone says you got to go to sleep and I am happier when I sleep on a better schedule, but like, is there something to that? Um, sleep schedules. No, I have some of the, I've done some of the coolest shit in lucid dreams during like a 20 minute nap. So, I mean, you just got to sleep. That's paranoid. American said the thing about smoking, sometimes not smoking. Sometimes any time in life, that I've ever put a nicotine patch on, I nicotine can lose patches. a dream. Yes. I can lose a dream. And I can lose a dream like I know how to do it. Like yeah. I can lose, like I'm not a dreamer, they say, but I'm not the only one. No, but uh, like I, I can just like put it on and then I know exactly what I'm doing. Like it's a superhero power with the nicotine patch. But this is the thing the nicotine patch tells you put it on when you wake up. And then you'll have the nicotine throughout the day. But I put it on right before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I nicotine patch well. all the time, but if right. I were to nicotine patch, I can lose a dream every time. I did yeah. it plenty of times too. And it's always that vivid. And Nick, yes, you can visit people in their dreams, in your dreams. Does that shit really work? Nicotine patches like to help you quit. It's not if you have a hand mouth thing. This is what I realized for myself. Like I have a I hand ha mouth thing. Yeah. For me, I have lollipops. I have gummies. I have vitamin B like uh, pins. I have pop pins. I have this pin. I have real pins. Like I have the amount of pins over here. I'll chew on those. <laughs> like I just have a thing with. So for me, I, the nicotine just stays in my system and then it gives me an excuse to go back to it again. I just have to decide and then I just. I'm a cunt for a little bit. I can do the gum. Then I'm a monster. I do the gum. I haven't smoked in like uh, two years or a year. I would be vaping all the time and or smoking a pack a day. And then I do the gum because it, it, it's like that ritual or whatever. I just started smoking cigars again, which I really yeah. enjoy because it like grounds me and gets rid of my stress. Ah, and also i go maybe to the gums the helping you dream you say you dream all the time and i i got the gum in my mouth when i fall asleep a lot of times <laughs> oh i used to do that with the the uh, zen packages pouches yeah i yeah, did the zen put, too for a while if you i accidentally put uh like two of them in at one time and i totally puked the fuck out of, like i it like made me vomit oh so yeah that's bad. way too oh much my god it was so gross but like you kind of like had like crazy. I hung out with a friend of mine who was addicted to the nicotine gum and the I'm same thing, Gordy, where I'm every time I would hang out with him, he would always chew a piece a hundred percent of the time. And like within like the first five minutes of chewing it, he would go, Ugh! 
But then he'd just keep chewing and have a conversation with me. And I would, I always knew, like, it got, like, where I was, like, Pavlov's dog, where every time he put it in his mouth, I got, like, (laughs) 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 I know, it's so silly. Um, With, like, uh, dreaming and then, like, uh, night terrors, because, I had night terrors when I was a kid. And then you said one time your grandmother visited you in your dream. And I'm just thinking now how frequently my dead relatives would come to me in my dream state. And it might be one of the reasons that I don't yeah, dream as much right yeah. now. You, you shut it down. My brother came. Oh, sorry. Yeah, That's if you okay. get freaked out in those kind of states, man, you don't want to go back. You're gonna, not going to make keep yourself sensitive to it. My yeah. brother came in my dream like once, and that was it. Hey, it was one time. What's the cat's name? The weird. <laughs> and it was weird. Project I had Cam. a baby, and it was my baby, and I don't have kids. And he wanted to see my baby, so I was like, "Oh my god, is that my brother?" He passed away. He was like sixteen, and he. I see him. I was like, "Oh my god, come over here! I want to show you my baby." Like it was nothing, and he like takes my baby. And he's holding it, and then the train was coming. So I take the baby back, and he gets on the train, and I'm just standing there, like looking at my baby, like confused at like how this all happened in the dream because I knew he was dead in the dream, but he visited me with the baby in my hand. And did you feel more relieved the next day? Like, I was confused. Like, oh. I was very confused. <laughs> I don't know what the dream means. But it was my baby, but I don't have a baby, and he wanted to see it, so he came and saw it. Train came, he went in, and he left. Okay, so back to the... Not everybody got it. You guys didn't get to see this video that Chaney shared earlier, but this girl was talking about a baby that she had dreamt of, and then ended up meeting in real life. And what gets me is that if I go in here and I search baby Uh in my dream journals, I mean, I have a dream baby almost every night and it's not the same baby but they're always <laughs> my babies or i'm fostering somebody's babies so I'm, and sometimes it's a boy and sometimes it's a girl and sometimes it's a newborn and sometimes it's like you know yeah. yeah and so that leads me to the theory that that might be part of what like our work is in the dream space like mine i think is probably fostering babies Well, I'll give everybody the long and short of this video really quick because here's the thing that makes it wild. This woman has a dream that in the dream, it's taken her her and her husband some time in the dream to adopt this baby, like a long time where they finally get the opportunity to adopt this baby and they're so excited and the baby is six months old. And so in real life, she has a daughter who is about to have her six month birthday. Oh, no, wait, she gets the baby. The baby's a year old. Yeah. The baby's a year old. She has a daughter in real life who's six months old. Um, She has this dream, blah, blah, blah. She wakes up and she remembers the kid's name. And the kid's name starts with a letter that's a very rare name. Yeah, a really rare R name. Later on, she goes to the library. She sees grandparents holding her kid from the dream. And she's like, oh, my God. And she just asked her husband the day before. I always think about this 
kid, I hope it's okay. And so in real life, she sees the kid and she ends up talking to the grandparents. She says the kid's magnetized to her, like hanging all over her. And um, then she asks how old. Oh, the kid just had its one year birthday three days ago. And her daughter was six months three days ago, which when she had the dream, she had the year baby. Same birthday as in the dream. So it was like, not only did she have a dream baby, she saw the dream baby yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. And, this well, is and that's what made me think, though, because babies always like me. Like, they might cry on every other person, but they all <laughs> want to be around me. And, like, they sit and talk to me and they'll make noises they never make. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, they never smile at anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like this makes sense so what does that mean <laughs> like kids are really drawn to me like they're just looking at me and they smile i'm like hi i don't have kids i don't plan on having kids i love kids do i want any no thank you very much you probably have a whole bunch in the dream space probably. they're really real babies yeah probably <laughs> there's like a whole bunch of no, babies I, out no, there not here. Yeah. <laughs> you're well, like a deadbeat dad of the dream world huh uh children are honest they are honest, then they turn dishonest somewhere along the way, and they break your heart, and it's just like, I can't deal with the heartbreak anymore. Um, they I can't do it. All the dead that I would see, I didn't realize they, they were no relatives I ever met. Like, it was before I knew anyone that died. But I would explain these people in detail to my parents, and they would be like, that's my grandma, or that's so-and-so, or that's this person. Like, they put almost it on that I was just like, oh. But then once I got older, and I started to have people that passed on, having dreams of them was fine. Almost in that way, you know how, like, a parent will be like, Oh, well, I didn't spend as much time on you because I always knew you'd be okay. That's how I feel like sometimes dead energy is with me in dream spaces. And it I feel like it'll visit other people that I love, but I don't feel like I need it as much. Yeah. 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 And I, I almost it. wonder like Disney magic is if like, you know, if I dream about my dad, is does my sister have a dream about my dad on the same night or is it like mickey mouse where he can't be in both dreams at the same time (laughs) you know like disney magic you could be you could be though because the dream hackers they actually have a place that they've created in the dream space called the glade and they meet there every night so they can be in each other's dreams every night this is the thing is that you figure out the place yeah exactly i created one (laughs) <laughs> I created a place at Mount Shasta. It was freaking badass. Have you ever been to Mount Shasta in real life? Yeah, I have. Okay. I used to live there. so My homegirl lives so there, <laughs> and she always invites me to come out. I'm like, maybe before the year's out. Who knows how it'll turn out? Yeah. I love Mount it there. Mount Shasta? It's one of the chakras of the realm. The Earth? Earth's planet. Yeah. Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta. You maybe live the there? Maybe the solar plexus? Florida. How do you live there? Um, there's Shasta Lake City actually, but I didn't live there. I lived in Reading, but I had a national parks pass and I went hiking every day. So I was always in the Shasta, Shasta Lake, Shasta mountain area. There's lots of energy Mount Lassen. people talk about. Like it's so magical and just wow. energy. Is it's it, is it my favorite by like, uh, that one place in California, I don't know what it's called. 
the mountain place. <laughs> big bear, big Ursa. I, I think a big bear. Yeah, is it by oh, big bear? El, El Capitan. No, big bear. That's no, south. No. Big bear, south, high desert, and then Redding is like what north? Northern central? California, Northern yeah, north Central. Yeah. So, what town would you, if you wanted to go here, because it looks really cool? Uh, what town would you stay at, like Airbnb? I would say, um, honestly, where I would where I would stay if I was going to go do the area, and because you're not just going to go to Mount Shasta, and you're not going to climb Mount Shasta unless you have, like buy crampons and all this stuff to go climb a mountain, you know. So, but you'll you go to Mount Shasta. There's like hiking trails and stuff. Um, but I would say in Whiskey Town because it's a really freaking cool area, or I would say in um, Shasta Lake City. Because Whiskey it's close Town. to Sounds yeah, cool. Whiskey Town is is, oh. is a lake and it's freaking historical. It's badass, beautiful hiking trails. Um, Shasta is also mm. Shasta Lake City is cool because it's by Lake Shasta and same stuff. Awesome. There's the hiking is amazing there. That's all I gotta say. It's just like it's a great place to be outdoorsy. Do have you ever been to the like Jerome, the mm -hmm. Jerome or Bisbee? Have you been to Bisbee? I haven't, but I think a ritual is going to go down in Bisbee for some reason. Um, I, I feel like what we saw in uh, the Middle East is going to I just have this feeling that Bisbee, because um, it's like this border town. Uh -huh. um, it's weird, it's right? very Masonic there, but I want to go. Yeah, every I, building has, every single building down that main street has that has a masonic uh symbolism on every single piece of architecture in that town man yeah and i hear like edgar casey or somebody like went there too i forget who um but jerome is interesting i love sedona i lived in sedona for a few years and i wish i could move back and live there it's uh this town there's this town on the mountain called jerome and Love for years and years, the town would catch on fire like Lahaina did, and everyone would die, and they, they would rebuild it, and then it would catch on fire again, and no one knew like why it kept doing that. So it's like a real strange mystery. And Sedona is like one of those meridian ley lines connected to, uh, I believe, Kauai or Hawaii. It's like on the same ley line, and there's like all these vortexes there. You know what's crazy? How they completely ignored Hawaii now. Yeah, it's it's all over. It's uh, they, bizarre. Maybe that's one of the reasons. Is like it's like the next part of the movie. This is it one, is. It's uh, the apocalypse playbook that it's we're true. all running on. Is <laughs> kind of it's. It, it makes me a little annoyed how easy I feel like everybody's just playing into the scripture. Everybody's like, like playing into, yeah, like hoping I, I, for an ending, yeah, hoping like for a death of the world. Yeah, it's it's wild, it, but everyone forgot. I was in Lahaina, Gordy, um, like two months before it burned down, and the whole time I was there, I had this feeling I needed to kind of get out, or I didn't want to be in the town where Lahaina, the place that got burnt down. I was there every day. And every day I, I had this impending doom and I thought, I thought it was like a tsunami or something, but, and then I left and then that place like burnt down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. somebody says where I go to high school in the 702, I went to Palo Verde. 
and uh, my opportunity school was next to Centennial High, and I forget what the name was, but it was in Vegas. Uh huh. See, I know because I was from Reno, so I've never been to Reno. Cool. Is it like Reno nine one one? No, like <laughs> we don't even have palm trees. <laughs> that was when they were funny. Reno. <laughs> hey, can I show you a real? Can I share a screen? Heck yeah! As long as it doesn't um, have music on it. No, no. <laughs> you don't have to put music on it. Where's your screen? Can I sing over it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. We, we will. Yeah, because they'll take you the do video it? down if we put If you music. you um do it and then I just turn it on, like there's like a little switch. I also think that there's something up with zip codes. Like this guy says, shout out to 702. Um, 702 is Vegas. And you always take out the zero in numerology. So it's just 72. And there's 72 demons in the Argosha, Goetia. There's 72 genders. There's 72 bricks on the back of the pyramid on the dollar bill. There's 72 names of God in like Gematria with the Tetragrammaton. And then like the 808 area code is 88 because you always take out the zero. And on 88 in the 808 area code, Lahaina went up into flames. And they had the emergency text at 808, and that's the Lionsgate portal as well. Um, so I think there's something up with zip codes. You know, it's so interesting. I've never heard that in numerology that you drop the zero, but when you're making sigils or anything like that, and a lot of stuff with magic, you cross out all the vowels. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it's just that would be another thing where sometimes numbers and letters, it's like whatever, none of it means anything. They're all just different sigils and symbols. So the zero and the O are just the same. So it's interesting. That's not allowed to be used in magic. Wow. That is interesting. So vowels, oh, yeah. they don't use in magic. Yeah. yeah they vowels, cross it out. Yeah. Vowels wasn't a thing for uh, in the beginning, I guess, like in the Semitic languages, wasn't really a thing. And then they added the vowels. So like the root words of things are like, yeah. Right. There's a whole history of that. Yeah. Like in Hebrew, I could read Hebrew and the vowels, I know how to read the vowels too, but there was no vowels in the old Hebrew. So it's mm -hmm. like weird. And the whole English language uh, the IAO vowels can go back to Gnosticism and the IAO goes into this order. It's the cornerstone of our English language and languages like spells, like your spelling and grammar, grimoire, that IAO is like tic-tac-toe. Everything goes in this order, which I find so fascinating. IAO, tic-tac-toe, uh, tic-tac. Everything goes in that order. So it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, A-E-I-O-U. And I also like that um, it makes me so curious because the yod in all of it that they let us know that sometimes why. I was just going to say, yes, yeah. I was just going to fucking say that. Fucking. Why? They, yeah, why would they, they do say, say that. Why do they say why? that? Yeah, it's sometimes why. What, sometimes what is why? The, where's the sometimes? Where's the um, rule that sometimes it's okay for that to be a vowel? Vowel yeah. to L. 
So interesting. I hear that a lot. Fee five full foam recently. Are the giants coming back or something? Maybe. <laughs> that, yeah. I've been hearing that a lot. Titans, the gnomes. The titans gnomes. keep coming up. Hey, uh, Donut, what were you talking about that that myth or, or the story of the lady having a uh, familiar owl like that she just talked to? Are you talking about the old lady who had the... There's uh, this chick on TikTok my mom follows, and she um, imprinted an owl. So the owl thinks it's its mom, and oh, it's yeah. cool. So she just kicks it with this owl, and it's like oh, cool. she says it takes time to build trust. But the imprinting thing happens to humans as you were talking about the ley lines of the meridians of the human robot biocomputer that we can be imprinted uh, through religions or cultures that happens when we're young. That's why Ignatius Loyola or Aristotle or one of them two said, give me a child at seven, I'll show you the man because we get imprinted, which is different than brainwashing. Um, so this also happens with animals like giraffes. If it yeah. gets born at a certain time and there's like a Jeep around it, it will think that the Jeep's its mother and will try to like get milk or whatever, giraffe milk if they do that. And then they'll try to mate with it eventually too. But we get imprinted. Um, so the owl thing is just uh, just a cool chick who has an owl for a pet. What is that? A bobcat? That is my owl. You have an owl? <laughs> I have lots of owls. Um, look at that picture, though. What does that look like to you? It looks. I'm going to zoom like out. A lot of different things. It looks like a, a Mothman to you. Mothman? Does that look like what they they look? They say Mothman looks like. It does look like Mothman. It looks like that inorganic being in my dream that read to me. And they say that uh, that the Mothman came to people as a as an owl. Oh, really? Huh? The four foot owls. They said around when uh, Mothman was around. And here's the interesting thing: um, one of the relatives on the uh, these are these are great horns. This one is I. I this one was one of my last twins. Of uh, a family that I have that lives near me, but um, they allowed me to like watch this progress of these two twins like grow up, and it was fucking amazing. But I caught this one because they followed me when I'd walk at night, and uh, I caught this one finally, like because they're impossible getting you know pictures in the dark. So, but that's how it came out, and I'm like, oh. Creeper, Mothman. Oh. <laughs> what a little creeper! <laughs> Is the Sandman yeah. a monster? Mr. Sandman, the Sandman, like the Sandman, the the dream, the the King of Dreams. I know because that's what that, the whole thing is like. At first, we were like a monster has to have a body, but then mm -hmm. by this point, we're like you can dream about monsters. So do those have bodies or in the dream space? That's totally different. So a body in the dream space, it does have mm. like more power in that way. I don't know. Do you guys have any other monster drops before we wrap her up? Oh, tr trolley worms are monsters. Sandworms. I've been to Saturn. 
sandworms. <laughs> What's trolley worms? The gummy bears. The oh. gummy trolley. They're monsters in the commercials. Huh. Yes. I didn't know that. I wonder. I, They're I, really addicting, too. I'm a gummy bear girl, Albanese, typically. I need to just start making my own gummy bears because I don't even like all the flavors. But the Albanese, uh, there's like a golden pack mm -hmm. and the flavors are the best gummy bear. It's called Ultimate Albanese Gummies. If you're Al a gummy Albanese. bear nerd. Yep. Albanese. How do you spell that? A-L-B-A-N-E-S-E. -E. And I am the worst speller, but I'm like read the packs. So oh yeah. They got this on my Walgreens. It's good. Ultimate. Okay. It can't just be any of them. The ultimate. Well, the other ones are good, but the ultimate flavors are ultimate. Okay. All right. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. They kick it up a level. Um, I am going to drop this and then Donna, if you feel like um, shouting out your stuff, to everyone that's listening right now. Oh, you can find me on YouTube at D-O-E-N-U-T. Donut. Donut. And Donut. yeah, you... gotta, I want to do another podcast and like all y'all are welcome to come on. I, I'll do live streams here and there on, on YouTube. Right on. Awesome. Yeah, you have tons of good stuff. Everybody should go and check yeah. you out and you're um, awesome on Instagram. I really want to do a dinosaur one, though, for sure. Oh, dude. What? Let me to talk to that. <laughs> I'm totally he's, into the fake dinosaurs. He's, he's in a, uh, he just uh, was in a documentary that was made by PBS that he was one of the guys that they went to. to and he has an interesting theory. Like, he, uh, like where they find the, uh, um, the bones, they're under this specific layer. And he could talk. I, I hope I could get him to talk about this because it's fascinating because he thinks that the timeline, he believes, you know, he, these are dinosaurs. These are something like dragon like, you know, animals. But they're just animals to, to him, I think, you know. But um, the timeline is really, really wrong, I think, is what he's feeling. So I might be able to. If I could coax an interesting spot out of him. Yeah, that'll be that'd sick. Be interesting to like interview a guy that believes in dinosaurs and that's his career too, just to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting cat. Okay. I like our idea. I, I like I our excuse me, idea that we had with giants and the tree sure. of life and the different realms above and the giants and how they came down here or they came down here because somebody stole something from them. Like, do they not want to come down here? We have so, this Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, she explains with it so giant. much better than I do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know how we see these realms of heaven above us and we keep thinking that these things fell. And so why did they necessarily have to have wings or are wings just the depiction of the fall? So if there was a Jack and the Beanstalk idea and um, somebody crawled up and stole like a golden harp or a goose that laid golden eggs. And then the giants were like, hey, give us that back. You can't have that yet. Maybe. And then they were coming down and the beanstalk was cut. That also might cause a great flood.
because trees always have tons of water in them. So uh, did we give up something? Then once we have the Nephilim here, the fallen ones, and maybe there is big, huge womb so that men on the planet could have sex with the big, huge giants and then have the Nephilim. And some of them get banished to the sea is also another part of the story. But what if this golden harp is keeping these giants asleep or it controls the weather? Oh, interesting. It's just mean, so many ideas because then we were looking up golden harps um, through all these lore and anything with harps. There's like gods that have harps angels, and different angels. Harp. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, the whole other thing is Jack, but I will not do that without Summer. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's separate. Jack was, is a whole different dig. Like, the, why is there so many Jacks? <laughs> The whole of like the idea of the center earth and like the mountain that's cut, but that could have been the tree and that could have been the tree of uh, life that connects to the other realms um, and how they believed back in the day in a multi-dimensional dimensional layered realm with mansions or houses. Um, so yeah, it could be the idea that yeah, like that so many religions stock. have that golden city coming out of the sky. Yes. Even if you look into old Christianity or old Hinduism, it's always this golden castle in the sky or gold big houses in the sky. So it's just like, what if we cut something off? Like, what if we even have something tethered here? It was some kind of tethers holding it closer to us. And so when we cut all these tethers, we no longer saw those floating cities. I think you're on to something with this Jack, Jack and Jill, Jack in the box, Jack and the beanstalk. Why are John's called Jack? Little Jack Corner, Jack be nimble. Jack and Jill Cracker were Jack. like siblings who were decapitated. Brittany saying, mm -hmm. why is my middle name Jack or somebody's middle name Jack? What did she say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brittany's book comes out on 1024. I am thinking I might get this book and do a live reading of the book so we can chat about it all the I way know. through. I want to read it. Oh, that's a really cool oh idea. <laughs> well, if you guys feel like um, hanging out for the Brittany book reading. Are we going to do a book club? Yeah, She's it's a like up. a huge one. <laughs> She is the tip of the spear. Yes. We think she can attach to every... She's like the Tom Hanks of pop music. She attaches to Disney. She attaches to Hollywood. Pizza she's game. done movies. She's been... You know, she's linked to Rachel Chandler. You can find her with Paris Hilton. Um, the people she's dated. Wade Robinson with his Michael Jackson connection and that whole thing. So it's like Britney. Pepsi and then Maxwell. the... Uh, Chris Jenner, the having the conservatorship and how many of these celebrities might live under that, which is so close to being called sovereign. If you were the queen, like what makes the Royal movie any different than us watching a pop princess. And so it's just, uh, yeah, Brittany is, and, um, there is with all the research that Thomas did on, uh, adrenochrome, there is so much that she probably is a paranoid schizophrenic and she talks about them taking her uh, blood all the time. So and schizophrenic blood is, that's the good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Brittany, do they want us all schizophrenic right now? <laughs> yeah. Do they they all want us crazy right now. Yeah. On the schizogenics. No, that's what that trauma-based mind control does, man. It makes them split. I no, no. They can do listen, it. They can make it happen. 
You want to talk about MK Ultra? Sometimes I think the Abrahamic system is MK Ultra psyop that's been around for so long that people are not seeing that. Oh my God, it might be a louche, but I see the beauty and love in it. I'm not saying anything against God because I know there's a God, but sometimes I do question because it's been thousands of years that these religions have been going on and it's like a, a um, an excuse for a reset. That's how I see it, like a, a reset, new religion, reset, new religion, reset, new religion. Now what is happening, I feel, is going to bring around a one world religion. The alien religion. Is one man's God another man's monster? What's the difference between yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, an imaginary best friend and believing in like things that you've never seen before? I don't know. I, when I was a little kid, I was offended when my mom told me about God. I thought, I was like, you're telling me you talk to some guy in the sky. Like, I thought it was the most stupidest thing. And I had a great imagination. It's not, I don't know if anybody I, else I had that reaction, but I did. Because obviously there's something that fucking created yeah, all this. Absolutely. Obviously. Oh. But like, you know, <laughs> geometry, sacred geometry. Layla, is I would like have loved it point. so much more if you would have said, obviously, there's something that created all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of all this. This, <laughs> this divine being right here. Yeah. <laughs> the God pill. Take it. Take the God pill. Oh, I, yeah, that's what my friend was calling it. He's all like, oh, I'm not like red pill or blue. He's like, I took the God pill. And I was yes. like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's my whole mentality. My argument is never with the creator because I know that. I'm living proof of that. But these other things of these beings are like David and this person and this person all created by man is like, are these things happen? Are you guys like, what is it? Like, what is it? Should I believe these stories? Should I not? But for me, it's like, I feel like it's loose. I don't need religion to be in love with humanity and nature and all of that, I don't need it. Some people need it. Good for you, you know, good for you. But for me, I don't see it because I all I see and repetitive proof, murder, death, kill. In the name of God, I say, this is my land. I'm the chosen cult mentality. Like we're the chosen, but God created everything, right? But you guys are chosen. So what kind of God are you talking about? Like that, that, that doesn't make sense to me, you know? But anyway, love you, God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's, such a, it's such a deep topic. Yeah, I felt like she was purposely, like, without uh, hesitation, going in at Frankenstein. Uh yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I'm being very, very nice and loving. <laughs> You're doing it in a loving way. I was just trying to bring it back to monsters to With see if you situations. guys are going to be anywhere else this week or do you guys want to plug anything i know i'm going to plug for abby that she was over on um bootsy uh owen hunt's channel and you can check that out uh it was a good interview um abby are you doing anything else this week i don't want to speak for you <laughs> i just didn't know if you'd forget it or really say it yourself <laughs> i'm just <laughs> training this week and doing my whole bodybuilding thing so nope you can find me on Instagram, abstract1 with two Abby. Well, it's abstract ABB because my name's Abby. 
Perfect. Abby with abs. You can find me on Godpill Angel 333 right now. No, wait, 33, because my 333 is shadow banned because I was calling out a certain 1666 sabotage something something situation and I got shadow banned for that. So I'm on this page. And what I like to do on my page is I like to go live. I like to speak my mind and thoughts. I don't know anything. I like to ask questions. I, you know, I just go with the flow of things. You know, I see the world different. So if you guys like to ask questions and weird questions, questions that you ask yourself and don't want to say aloud because people think you're weird and crazy, that's me. I'm weird and crazy. So you can like. And Layla has a really great TikTok algorithm that she shares with you over on her Instagram channel. Like she weeds out all the other stuff with the real ones that make her like hmm so mm-hmm. that's i ask questions i post it i'm like hey is this real is this could this be a possibility i want people to like expand their minds instead of like going with the rothschild indoctrination system and the maxwell's printed textbooks for the past hundred years so yeah if we can get out of that mindset you know and start afresh and ask ourselves questions instead of believing these textbooks that were made by Galen Maxwell's father. Um, yeah, we would be better off, I think. Yeah. I like it. Gordy, <laughs> anything going on? Uh, maybe I uh, I made a TikTok account. I don't know if it's, I'm not doing anything yet. I'm still t- getting used to it, but I kind of want to start sharing the, the owl story because it gets fucking woo too. You know, like you should start posting that on TikTok, like, and your stuff will start going viral because people love like, animals and nature on there. And if you can, you know what? Can you show my YouTube channel? I've never, never uh, plugged my YouTube channel, but um, Kai, let's find what's your YouTube channel? It's uh, Gordy Two Shoes. Oops, yeah, Gordy Two Shoes. <laughs> It's Gordy Two Shoes everywhere on Instagram, on YouTube, mm-hmm. on TikTok now. Yeah. Okay. There, that's my. See if you can show that. Uh, These were my babies this year. I have a YouTube, but I don't make videos. I just posted. Um, our clips of what we do here on my page. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to, but that's it, really. Um, I go live on my page on uh, Instagram around four o'clock ish, I would say, Eastern. So yeah, I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I I speak my mind loud and proudly. So if you like that, if you like authenticity. You'll like my content. Uh, Donut, do you have anything that you want to plug before um, we close this chapter of Secret Society of Good Guys? I'm just so grateful that I got to hang out with y'all. You guys made my night real special. Hmm. Oh, thanks, man. I'm so excited to meet you. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. 
it was a great exchange of information and knowledge and flow Dig and it. energy. It was awesome. It was super fun. And uh, I love you guys, everybody in the chat. Thank you for, for hanging real. out tonight. You You're guys, awesome. And um, anywhere to find me and all my channels, you can go to projectchaney.com. And this is where we'd have some cool drop that Paranoid American's going to make soon. Yeah. So bye-bye. Bye. Love you guys.